Good evening, Brandon. Hello. Um, we're here. You might notice the sound quality is uh, way more dog shit than usual because we're in uh, an underground, the dead last official underground bunker. Mm. Um, there was a scare at the studio uh, about like anthrax uh, turning people into some type of, and also slug monsters. Like mm. I don't know. I didn't know anthrax did that. But apparently that's why it's such a big deal. Yeah, it's a new strain or something they were saying. I didn't yeah. ask any questions. I I just left. Yeah, that was the right thing to do. Yeah. They can deal with that there, you know. Right. Um, we don't own the studio. We just... No. You know, we're just the the star. We're the stars. Right. We're the talent. Yeah. We left our ghost sound engineer there. I hope we don't come back to find him as an anthrax slug. I hope not, because that's the, half the reason the sound is so horrible right now, is because yeah. we don't have a spectral Jeff here, so we're just, you know, yeah. doing what we can. It's a little bit lonely, the two of us, without spectral, but... No one knows uh, sounds like the undead. <sighs> Telling me. I don't know shit about it. Yeah, I don't either. Clearly, neither of us do. I don't know anything. Uh, so last time we were left off, we were going to, uh... We are going to Great North yeah. together. Yep. And that happened. Yeah. That was fun. That was quite a weekend. I had a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Um, comedy was like, was kind of a wash. It was fun. I liked yeah. your set. I, Thank I, you. Yeah. No, that was fun. We had a, it, it was, they kind of tucked you guys away down yeah. the path in this little cabin thing. But I would call it more of like a stable or dog a, kennel of sorts. Okay. Maybe more of a dog kennel. But, but it was... Yeah, uh, cabin is generous. There wasn't really exactly walls. <laughs> <laughs> But it was cool, yeah. No, I liked it because it was like as you guys were doing, you and Owen, it was kind of like you could see there was these big open. I wouldn't even windows would be generous. It was more open pieces of wall missing. Of wall. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it was cool. Like it was the sun kind of going down over the hills. Um, I had some friends who hadn't um, seen your guys stand up before, so that was cool. It was fun. It was dope. We got to make yeah. a connection happen for that night. I saw our we did. My buddy Gene. Yeah, and asked him to come see comedy, and you saw him there. Yeah, and then you had him on your set, and that was yeah. Amazing. Yeah. But I was going to say, uh, you know, I never watched your band, mm. uh, like a full set mm. for your band before. I, I'm, I'm, I'm impressed, man. Cool. I'm proud, I'm proud of you. Oh, you're proud, thank you. It was, it was cool to watch. And especially yeah. when, uh, when Gene was up there, it was yeah. like, that was amazing. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, Gene Shinozaki, um, he is an amazing beatboxer. So I, yeah, I hadn't met him before, but I knew him through a um, mutual friend, Rich Henderson with the Brain Trust. Um, who I work with. Um, oh, yeah, you hadn't met him? I hadn't actually, oh, I don't oh, think word. I had actually nice. met him. You know, maybe if yeah. I did, it was kind of, you know, just shook his hand at, like, Wonder Bar or something. Because I knew he lived in Boston, he went to Berkeley and stuff. Um, but I'd always been a big fan of his stuff, his YouTube videos. He's got these, cra- he's, a, he's a beatboxer, a crazy talented beatboxer. Check him out online, Gene Shinozaki. The Beatbox House is his collective. And he's got all these crazy videos of, like, levels where he keeps introducing different levels of beatboxing. So he'll start with just, like, a drum sound, and then he'll add in, like, a melody and then a bass line. I'm not even going to try and imitate I can't beatbox. <laughs> but, so, yeah, so we met him, and I told him about the band, and I was like, yeah, you know, you should come up and sit in. And he did, and it was awesome. And uh, he got an awesome response. We just kind of did some live improvisation with him, kind of in, like, a spooky hip-hop kind of trap improv but he was doing all these creepy vocal melodies started harmonizing yeah with, uh, with John. It was it was harmonizing. Awesome. yeah it was great yeah um and so then since then we played at brooklyn bowl a couple weeks ago and he came back out and sat in with us again really yeah hell yeah and now we've just announced our autumnal sam hain themed event that my band hosts called a spectacle 
which is in Brooklyn. Anyone wants to check it out, um, you can check it out online with spectacle.net. So it's like a Samhain Halloween-themed kind of dark costume party. It's November 5th, and Gene Shinozaki and the Beatbox House are all going to be there. That's dumb. Um, yeah. They're hosting an international beatbox competition that day, and then Gene and all of his friends are going to come and, and do some sets, some set breaks, and Gene's going to sit in with us. Yeah, all coming together. Yeah, I met yeah. him through, uh, I hosted crazy. a talent show. Oh, wow. And he was a feature on a talent show, and like everyone... At the talent show, they their faces just like yeah. melted off their fucking bodies. I'm assuming he won. Like, well, he was just a feature. he was a featured actor. He wasn't, okay. he wasn't he competing. Would've, he would have won if he was participating, but we had him just yeah. like as a feature. Cool to come do it, and everyone they were like on the floor. Yeah, like it was no one could believe what was happening. He's incredible. <laughs> like, man. It's insane. Yeah, like, yeah. And what's funny is so when he came and and got up on stage with us at Brooklyn Bowl. Um, we were hanging out afterwards and he had some of the, or of his friends from the beatbox house. And so we were going to a buddy of mine's place afterwards for an after party. And I was like, you know, yeah, could you come over, you know, bring your, bring your friends over. And so he's like, cool. Yeah. You know, I actually lived just a couple blocks from there. And so him and all his friends came over. And if you never like just been to a party with a bunch of beatboxers hanging out, <laughs> it's fucking cool. Those guys were just, this guy kept making this one sound. He'd like introduce himself. We'd be like, Hey, what's up? He's like, we're like, oh, all right. <laughs> like that was that's his like introduction. That's just what we call you. <laughs> yeah, like yeah, exactly. He's making these weird alien sounds, but they would just kind of go off and just go in these rounds beatboxing in this like living room all night, and everyone's like, "Who are these guys?" Oh man, so, that was cool. That's the the ultimate talent. You, know, you yeah. just make music with your mouth. Yeah, you know? it's hard, man. You know, it's not easy to do. Everyone like thinks they can beatbox a little bit, but it's very difficult to do. So yeah, listeners, check out Gene Shinozaki. Dope. The only beat I can beatbox is that, uh, what, who sang that song? Uh, well, this is the, sh- the song Shaniqua. I don't pretty know. good, right? It's pretty, it's pretty good. Yeah, I guess that was good. Little Mike? I don't know. You never heard the song Shaniqua? No. Oh. Well, it's a white guy singing about Shaniqua. Okay. Is that a person? Yeah. Shaniqua? I mean, it's not a very good song. Yeah. Okay. That's some... I knew it from high school, mm. you know. So pretty big hit. Okay, I know. Not familiar. Anyways, it was awesome. Um, yeah, Great North was fun. Yeah, first hippie festival. Yeah, what did you think of the experience? With the uh, any sites that stuck out to you, individuals? Um, too many people sang vibe and jam to me. Mm-hmm. Um, some pe- some of the ugliest people I've ever seen. But really? Some, yeah. <laughs> But it was it was good. It was yeah. good. I did uh, I did drugs. Nice. I drank a bunch of beer. Mm-hmm. A bunch of free beer and like yeah. it was great. Artist pass. Yep. Loved that. Yeah, those were fun. Loved access. Yeah. And do whatever I wanted. Yeah, on like the last day you weren't there on Sunday, were you? No, it, we uh, it there was, it was just a giant storm in the beginning of the day. Oh really? Uh, giant. It was it was raining so hard. On Sunday morning. Sunday morning. Okay. So, because we were going to do another set mm. during the day, but also where was, I was, like, <laughs> uh, me and my buddy Jordan were telling, like, uh, Owen, Owen Linders, uh, we're like, if we just leave, like, no one's going to ask, like, where <laughs> we are. We're those fucking comedians! <laughs> yeah. yeah, like, no one's going to care. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, so we did, but we, we hung out, like, we were taking down tents, and then it was too intense to, like... It, no pun intended. Yeah, sure. um, for us to even deal with it, so we just sat. We sat in the last tent for like an hour and a half, and we ate like 
bean sandwiches. Okay. Yeah. That's fun. Yeah, I didn't... We were, like, in a hotel that morning, and I was just, like, frantically trying to get a ride back over. I couldn't contact anybody... It was like a bunch of us. We were playing with Supercilious Life Band later that day, so we had to come back and play again. Couldn't get a hold of anybody, and eventually, like an hour before our set, I just like bought a cab for everyone. To really? Get yeah. Oh, yeah. We made, but we made it. Um, but Sunday was fun because when we were done playing, all the artists, like hospitality VIP people, were just like, "Yeah, we have to finish this keg." Like uh, the kegs are, everyone's coming around. There's like some kind of security or whatever. They're gonna take all the kegs at like five. So no one th- was drinking. What, those kegs, you mean? Yeah, I feel like you guys were. Yeah, we were. And then, like, the comedians were, and, like, no one, no one there was, like, drinking alcohol, which I thought was weird. It was kind of weird. They weren't letting people bring alcohol into the, uh, like, fenced area where the stages were, so I think people were kind of just hanging out by their campsites and drinking. They made that, nobody wanted to pay, you know. Yeah. But, so, anyway, so they told us that, and we were like, okay, yeah, like, we can handle that, you know, let's get, let's round up the boys here. So we got everyone, we're like, hey, we got to finish this keg immediately. And so everyone's just kind of hanging out by the keg, you know, or just, you know, filling up the cups. And we're like, this isn't going to cut it. We're not working hard enough. So um, my friend Jules, um, who is a crafty young man, um, he's like, all right, you know, we got it. Let's fucking get to work here. So we started, like, emptying out tubs of animal crackers. Remember that giant animal cracker tub? <laughs> We, yeah. we dumped yeah, that exactly out. What you're talking about. Dump that like out. Like you put like a bunch of cheese puffs in. Like exactly. A big okay. thing. Yeah, like a big like Costco <laughs> industrial size. I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. I was in the tent. Exactly. That was full of the, the trail mix. Yes. Okay. So we're, we're dumping out tubs and filling them with the beer. <laughs> Just screwing the cab on. Yeah. Right back in the van. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And so we were doing that for a bit. And then I, you know, I got, I went off forever. But I just remember then later in the night, I was like, oh, I mean, you know, so are there any beers left? And Jules was like, yeah, you know, come come with me. And I went to his car, and under his car, he had just, like, various containers filled with beer. <laughs> animal cracker tubs. It was all warm. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, they were, um, you know, the, the top was screwed on. So okay, the elements, yeah. didn't, they didn't have grass or dirt in them. Maybe Secure. a little animal cracker crumbs, a little trail mix crumbs. <laughs> but, yeah, that's not what I want. It's bar food. That's exactly. It's perfect. Yeah. So, yeah, um, so that was Sunday. That was fun. Damn, dude. Yeah, what you going to say, but, yeah. uh, you know. Yeah, there'll be more. It, yeah, it was a good experience. Maybe it was. Time. Yeah, I hope that more fe- music festivals incorporate the comedy thing, because even though it wasn't, like, a featured thing, I think if it was, people would have dug that a lot more. Yeah, people knew where it was. Yeah, it was very, every, the, the festival production-wise was not exactly, nobody knew what the hell was going on. Yeah, you know? it, it took us an hour to figure out where we were performing or to find anyone who knew right. anything right. yeah. at all. So if they do that better, it could be cool. I mean, the year before, um, Reggie Watts was like a host. Really? And, yeah. And he was doing like you know doing stand-up and beatboxing and stuff like that on the main stage in between acts. And that was really cool. Um, you should have looked to us to do that. I know. That's what I, I agree. Yeah, I think it would have been cooler if you guys were kind of doing it on the stage, not yeah. in a weird stable. Well, I'm a shine. Yeah, exactly. No, hippie girls are gonna sleep with me. Yeah. If I'm doing comedy in a, a kennel. No. Yeah. You know. No, they're not. That's all I really want. Yeah. You just want a hippie girl drinking beer out of an animal crackers tub. Yeah, yeah. To call your wife. Or is uh, I want her to spit fire and then immediately make out with me. Yeah. Yeah. Think of that gasoline. Yeah, yeah. Taste in your mouth. Oh, yeah, that's what they do. Yeah. Have that's you ever made cool. out with a fire um, eater? No. I know a lot of girls that are fire dancers and fire eaters. 
Well, maybe we could make something happen. I can put you in contact. I'll put that on uh, my OkCupid, that looking for uh, fire eaters only. Yeah. No, you can just... Or, or eaters of any type of other, like, dangerous element. Like, if you can Sword eat... eaters? Sword eaters. They're skilled. Uh, They're very skilled. Well, that sounds a little too pervy for me. <laughs> That's a little too forward. Yeah. That's true. You know? I bet sword eaters get approached like a lot and they could... don't like it. Yeah, yeah. I bet there's a lot of, like, really bad... Uh, sword eating jokes. jokes. <laughs> yeah. Hey, how big's that sword? Yeah. Eh? Yeah. Eh? Mine's bigger. Yeah. Oh, Gladius. Oh, that's like a fencing sword compared to me. Yeah. Yeah, you ever had try Excalibur? Ugh. Oh, man. Let's stop. Let's stop with the sword eating jokes. Bad news. I'm gonna introduce you to a girl named Shayna Moonshadow. She's a fire dancer. Do you know her? I think I know her. I didn't know her last name was Moonshadow, but... Well, that's her Facebook last name. <laughs> You know, have if as you get more into the, the hippie culture, you'll start to these Facebook names. It's like glitter queef, tent fart. Yeah, I uh, someone um, added me on Facebook and was like, "Who is a hippie now?" And she yeah. has a different name on Facebook, and she's like, "Hey, uh-huh. I know you. We went to. I think we talked yeah. about this. Yeah. She's like, we went to middle school together." Because she commented on a picture of you yeah, and I yeah. from that podcast, and I'm like, "Oh yeah, who the fuck is this?" And then I look at the name, I'm like, "Oh, that's." I don't know what... I'm not yeah. going to say your name, but, like, I don't know what that means. Yeah. Like, I definitely didn't go to school with a person of that name. Yeah. You know? But, it, like, she was expecting me to know... I, yeah. And what, like, I'm like, it was middle school. Like, she's changed. Like, I have an assumption, but, right. like, I don't... I don't know. People, like, will have... A, I'll see them in real life, and maybe if I can connect the face to, like, the Facebook profile, I'll be like, oh, yeah, you're da-da-da-da-da. And they're like, huh. That's not my name. I'm like, well, it fucking is, and the only medium that you and I have ever corresponded. <laughs> so how am I? What am I supposed to read your bio? Fucking circus names, dude. <sighs> What's what is your hippie name? My Facebook name is my name. It's Luke Bean. No, but you need a you need one. I'm saying right now, under the gun. Well, that weekend, um, Space Jesus did give me somewhat of a, a name. Okay, let's hear it. Luke Weekend. <laughs> I thought that was really good. That's my weekend. <laughs> I can go by Luke Weekend. Young, I, I young would, Weekend? Yeah, Young Weekend. I would change my Facebook name to that right now. Dude, Young Weekend's pretty good. Yeah. I'm young Weekend. That. That's young cool. Young Weekend, dude. Yeah. You and your brother are both Young Weekend. Yeah, just Young Weekends. <laughs> and you can call your dad that, too. Yeah. Sir Weekend. <laughs> Mr. Weekend. Mr. Weekend. <laughs> the Weekend Boys. I'm into that. Yeah. I mean, I'm still going to keep Abner Loveland... Oh right, Abner. that's my goth slash hippie name. Right, that was your name tag at our at our podcast. Yeah, party at our first you. podcast party. Was, what, who was I? Oh, I was Murimoto. You was Mur- Yeah, you were Murimoto, um, star Iron Chef. Yeah. Um, yeah, Abner Loveland. That's gonna be a pseudonym for me someday. It's an anagram for my name. So right, it's like perfect. That's great. It's a great one. Abner Loveland. Yeah, it's gothic as fuck. Yeah, it it's is. R. Abner. Abner Loveland. It sounds like he killed his family in Virginia, like on a farm, right. and like. The 1800s. Yeah. The story of Abner Loveland. Yeah, yeah. Abner, wasn't that also the name of um, Arnold's pig on Hey Arnold? Yeah, I think so. Abner. Yeah. Abner. Yeah. It's like one of the best shows. Yeah, it's a great show. But anyways, it is October. Mm Mm-hmm. So spookiness abound. Yeah, it is very spooky in there. Yeah, I'm trying to keep it spooky. I'm trying to make uh, this bunker get a little more spooked up. Yeah. It's a lot of concrete, a lot of... uh, Got a candle. Yeah, I got a candle. There's a lot of uh, just cans of beans. Yeah. And flashlights. Got a broken Ouija board just to remind us of Spectral Jeff. R.I.P. Yeah. You know. 
We can say that every time. You know what I mean? That's the fun thing about Spectral. R.I.P. Spectral. R.I.P. Spectral, dude. Yeah. But he's not in peace, though. He's in... He's in limbo. Eternal Torment. Right. Forced to do sound for the living. Yeah. So I guess not peace. It's a bad rap. Yeah. Jeez. But yeah. October. Happy October. Yeah. So we're going to try to put out as much content as we can. Yeah. Um... In October, we got, we're gonna have uh, at least one minisode, maybe two. Um, we're gonna be doing one on uh, Hollow Man slash Invisible Man, um, and pro- hopefully another franchise. Yeah, maybe Halloween, maybe Name Right Elm Street. Who knows? Yeah, I'm down for either. Or maybe we'll finish off uh, Friday the Thirteenth with old Marky Gal Gal. Yeah, um, yeah, we got yeah we got to do some franchise. There's, there's um, you know, it's October. Everyone has got their Everyone, you know, there's there's the AMC Fear Fest, there's Netflix, new movies are streaming. I, a buddy of mine showed me, he has a whole calendar written out. Every single day, he's got a different movie he's watching. And Jesus he's, Christ. He's based this on um, different whatever movies are streaming. Yeah. Really? Wait, so he's, so is he seeking them out on cable, or he's just... It's like a combi- straight up like, here's my plan, I have this movie, I'm going to seek this movie and watch this movie on this day. It's a combination of both. Like, every movie he's assigned he knows is either on Netflix streaming or is maybe... Some of them will be on AMC that day. If okay. you, There's, like, a whole subreddit that's all... Uh, it's all these different um, schedules of horror movies. Here, I have... I screenshotted it. That's crazy. Um, it's, uh... Yeah, it's, yeah it's, it's just, like, this subreddit that's all just movies that are on different... So it's, like, on Netflix... Um, there's like Hush, Babadook, Children of the Corn, Cujo, Event Horizon, Nightbreed, Girl Walks Home Alone at Night, Starry Eyes, Hellraiser, VHS 1 and 2, Hellraiser, Creep, Housebound, New Nightmare, The Sacrament, Pontypool, Deborah Logan, Reanimator. Damn. I'm going to keep going. Can I just keep going? I mean, uh, all of good so thing. far, except for, I would say, I don't like Starry Eyes, mm. and then, you know what? Fuck you, Reddit. I don't like Pontypool. Right. Well, these don't are just... like it. Those are just options for I know there are options. on Netflix. I know they're options. I'm just saying. Yeah, okay. Reddit yeah. goes crazy about Pontypool, and huh. I rebel against I it. I haven't seen Pontypool. You should, just to see it. Yeah. But okay. I don't like it. Well, it's easy enough. Um, okay, so then we got HBO Now. Anybody that's got HBO can stream these movies. There's Jeepers Creepers, 28 Weeks Later, Deep Blue Sea, um, 28 Days Later, Crimson Peak, House of a Thousand Corpses, Evil Dead, Green Inferno, Poltergeist, Scream, They Live, Sixth Sense, What We Do in the Shadows. Some of those might be on Cinemax, but they're, they're under this HBO that's Now. That's a pretty good list. That, that is, yeah. Good, I know, I feel like some of those are, because it, it, it says Cinemax at one point, but it's not bolded like the HBO Now is. So it, some of those might be on Cinemax. Um, okay, so now Showtime, we've got Halloween Resurrection, <laughs> Tyra Banks and Buster Rhymes, let's just not, um, Hannibal, High Tension, Saw, Saw 2, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, and Willow Creek. Hmm. That's a short, good list right there. Yeah. High Never Tension. Seen. Never seen High Tension. Never seen High Tension. I know. I great. Should. Yeah. Alexander Ja. Oh, nice. Well, he would be a great director to do an episode on. Hell yeah. Um, he also did the Hills Have Eyes remake. Okay, that was a good remake. Yeah, it was great. Um, and I'm, I'm, I'm blanking on what else. Those were kind of like his main ones. 
Oh yeah. So also, what uh, what we're uh, another episode we're gonna do is definitely uh, the Conjuring. Yeah. And Conjuring two sometime this month right. with, with just me and you because I know you like both those movies. Yeah. Um, I have a dislike for both those movies. Okay. So I'd really like for us to just hash. Yeah. That all out one cool. of these nights. Yeah, let's do it. I'm gonna watch the Conjuring again because I haven't seen it in a while. I watched Conjuring two in theaters and definitely cool. enjoyed it, but it's. Coming out, if it's not out now, it's yeah, out within the next just, year. So. I think it just out. came out. Yeah, so yeah. good, we'll do that and we'll tell people where they can watch yeah. it and stuff. And also, we're going to try to reach out to Rob Zombie. Tweet at Rob Zombie. Yeah. Tell me when I'm on the podcast. He lives close to here. All right? Well, we want he lives, he has a house in the town that I grew up in, in Connecticut. Yeah, dude. Yeah, Haverhill, dude. Kent, right? Connecticut. Kent? Oh, yeah. Kent. I thought Kent. he lived in Haverhill. No, no, no. Oh, never mind. Haverhill, New Hampshire? No, I thought that was in Connecticut. Oh, I don't no. know towns. No, yeah. Remember how I always say things and believe them? All right. That's fine. The, I, what, from recording this podcast, that's one of the things I've noticed the most is that how much I just, uh, well, I've always done this. I just commit to something as fact. Yeah. It's Without good. knowing it at all. Yeah. No, but right. I immediately back down and realize, wh- why did I say that? I don't know if that's true. Right. You know that's part I mean? of the fun from revisiting them. I also say I'm going to edit this out. <laughs> you know, well, somebody actually told me recently, they're like, you know what I like about on your guys' podcast is, um, is Luke. No, they um, they said. <laughs> I'm like, oh, that's not true. <laughs> they said uh, they're like, I like that you guys are willing to admit when you didn't know something, or if somebody corrects the other person. Just a lot of podcast people just sound very smug and shit. And like for example, like Joe Rogan, I I like the Joe Rogan Experience yeah. podcast, but it's like Joe Rogan, you don't fucking know every fact on the goddamn universe. Yeah. He's like, what you know about these these little tiny fucking ants that live in China? They actually live off of each other's mothers in this ant colony. And it's just like, <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about? Like, he comes up with so many obscure facts. It's like, sometimes I'm like, is that true? You know, I just need to believe it enough, you know? People yeah. won't believe you. But I, I like, you know, we, we keep ch- it... We change each other's minds sometimes, Yeah, you we know? do. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. You know, we gotta keep it open forum here, man. Yeah. You know, I, we're doing this podcast to, to learn something about ourselves just as much as other people are to learn something about themselves. Yeah, that's it. That's it. we just want we want this to allow you to learn. This isn't for us. No. This well, is for you. Yeah, and us to learn maybe about ourselves or about them. I, don't, I guess we don't learn. I don't know. I don't think we learn anything. Speaking of the last podcast, we were talking about um John Carpenter's Lost Themes. Yes. I when I was on the road this weekend, we were down in Virginia. It was a long drive. And I listened to most of that album, Lost Themes too. It was, it was dope. It was cool. Very cool. Yeah. Hell yeah. Very Carpenter, 80s synths and stuff. But if anyone has Spotify and they want to check that out, it's called Lost Themes 2. They also have the first one. They also have every movie John Carpenter scored. It's like a ton of movies. Um, but it's great for just like driving in, in the countryside, in the, green, in the rain, late at night. Hell yeah. I was listening to a lot of that and I was listening to a lot of uh, Ennio Morricone too. Fuck yeah. Yeah. Getting hard now. Yeah, last episode wasn't yeah. that bad. I thought it. Yeah. I thought it was worse than it was. Yeah, like it was. I, I, I was laughing when I listened to it. Yeah, it was good. I yeah. liked it. Guys got real into music. Yeah, I got really drunk and I shouldn't have talked about that <laughs> script that I wrote in high school. That treatment. That was good. Um. Also, kind of sorry about going in on Max Landis so hard. I'm sure you're a good guy. Yeah, you really good. Yeah. You know, Akira was already a movie. Okay, don't. You like sounded like you had like a personal vendetta. I kind of do. I kind of do. Like I mean, just, you like, pretty do. much said. All right. Oh, maybe I'm not gonna. I don't know why. I'm, maybe I'm not apologizing. I'm just saying. No, like no. you come on, Max. We'll talk about it. But I'm just saying, Akira was already a movie. 
you just did it with teens and found footage, hmm. like, for uh, 13-year-old white kids, you yeah. know? Yeah. So, okay. Well, that's fair. Um, okay, real quick, can I finish my list here? Yeah, totally. Of the um, the movies that it's are not, streaming? It's not too long. No, it's not. It's not. Um, and just for people that are looking for, you know, some movies to stream. Get um, To get spooked a bit. Okay, so on Stars, if you have Stars, streaming is Signs, Saw 3, Saw 4, Death Proof, Day of the Dead, Friday the 13th, I believe that's the original, The Conjuring, and The Ring. Nice. Which ring? Um, it just says The Ring, so I'm assuming probably the American first nice. one. Love that. Yep, that's a good one. Um, okay, and then the last thing here is, uh, is, is on Prime. Assuming that's Amazon Prime. Mm-hmm. Unless it's some other streaming service just called Prime that's trying to like push Amazon Prime out, which I mean, would be a smart be tactic. Cool. Yeah, um, and that's uh, Misery, The Witch, The Others, which is sick. The Others is a really good ghost movie, I think. You like The Others? I haven't watched it in a long time. Nicole Kidman, stunning. Just kidding, she's not. But the movie is. <laughs> I hate Nicole Kidman. Um, Halloween, rude. she's terrible. <laughs> Halloween, the new one. Um, Fourteen oh eight, Gremlins. Um, quick thing on Gremlins. I have a T-shirt. I had this horror block. Shout out horror block. Please sponsor us. Um, I get a horror block every month and it has like movie themed memorabilia. But the coolest thing it has is um, a themed t-shirt every month and it's really cool. And I have this one t-shirt and it's a gremlin shirt and it says Midnight Madness and it has this big neon clock and two of like the vicious gremlins eating popcorn and wearing 3D glasses. Hell yeah. And it's sick shirt. So I went to this gas station this weekend. I was in like Maryland or Virginia or something. And, um, and I, I don't know what I, I was just like getting, you know, some Haribo gummy bears. That's what I usually get on the road and some like Sprite or something. And uh, the guy was like, Oh, cool shirt. And I was like, Oh, thanks man. Yeah. You're a Gremlins fan. He's like, Oh, he's like, what? And I was like, Gremlin. I was like, it's from the movie Gremlins. You've never seen it. And he's like, no, no. What is Gremlins? And I was like, Oh dude, Gremlins. I was like, you got a pen? He's like, yes. And I was like, take this down, man. And he's like, this was at like midnight. Or no, no, way, way later to midnight. This one, this was after after a show. So this was at like, I don't know, like four or something. It was like, or in my, Virginia? I, it was either in Virginia or Maryland. Nice. And he was like, he's like, Gremlins. Okay, I'm going to watch this tonight. So shout out <laughs> to that gas station attendant. Um, okay, real quick, the other stuff on Prime. Tales from the Dark Side, Stir of Echoes, Rosemary's Baby, American World from London, last episode. Um, Carrie, Southbound, and Goodnight Mommy. Nice. And then that is, uh, that's all the movies that you can check out uh, streaming. I'll try and, like, tweet this out through the... De- nice. I, it's a screenshot I've got that's here. A I'll, a lot I'll, of, it's a lot of stuff. A lot of strong movies. It's yeah. a lot of cool stuff, yeah. And and for people that, you know, don't have cable and stuff like that, too, it's some great options to go and to check them out. Because, I mean, I just torrent everything. I'm going to be honest. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't really pay for much. Yeah. Um... Cause I'm a bad person. Yeah. But well, also, I'm poor. Yeah. You know? Well, they, those go hand in hand usually. Yeah. We'll get a Patreon going soon, and then, uh, yeah. then if you guys don't want me to be poor and want me to buy mm. horror movies, you know, I will. Yeah. So let. Well, That's up pa- to you. The Patreon will be get Brandon Amazon Prime. Yeah. And the reward will be like you get to like watch me watch the movie. Yeah. Although that's probably wicked legal. Did we ever talk about Goodnight Mommy? No. Did you, movie, did you ever see it? Yeah. yeah. Okay, we don't have to get into it now. So. Yeah. I, I liked it. That would be interesting. That was that was last year, technically. Yeah, probably. I think it got released early this year, like American release. Okay. Because I was going to put that... I, did, I do like a top ten movies list each year, 
And that was really close. I use, I don't put a lot of horror movies on it. I, I think I had, like, It Follows last year. And I was like, this was the best horror movie of the year, but with, the sh- with a nod to Goodnight Mommy. I couldn't quite justify that being one of the best horror movies of the year. Or movies. Yeah. It was a little too weird. It was okay. It was, But it, it was creepy and unsettling. And it, like, definitely gives you a, what the fuck was that? Have you watched Clown yet? Movie Clown? Fantastic. No. I watched it last year because, like, it was on... Because it came out in the UK, like, way... Like, a year before it got U.S. released. Mm-hmm. It just got released in the U.S. Yeah. But also, I watched it on YouTube because they had it on YouTube for some reason. Uh, legally. Mm-hmm. But I, I watched it on there, and, I, and I've and i watched it a couple times since. Cause really? Because I, I really, really like it. It's new? Yeah, yeah. It's one of those movies... Uh, it's by the guy who directed uh, that movie Cop Car. I'm not sure if you watched it. Mm-hmm. Fantastic movie. And he's mm-hmm. also directing the new Spider-Man movie. Ah. But it's great. Uh, hopefully it makes Spider-Man good. Um... Not that I care. Homecoming. Um, but Spider-Man Homecoming. But, but Clown is awesome. The, when, what year did it come out? Uh, technically, it just got released like last month okay. in the U.S. But I think U.K. release was way earlier than that. Um, Where can you watch it? Do you know? Uh, you can buy the DVD in stores. You can watch it okay. on all streaming things, I'm pretty sure. I'll check that out. Um, it, Clowns it, are very relevant right now. It's one of those ones, though, where it's like uh, presents. So... Eli Roth presents Clown. Is that him? He presents it? So everyone... It drives me crazy how people, uh, when they hear that, they attach. Like, oh, this person is responsible for right, this movie. Right, yeah, totally. Eli Roth just put up money for this movie. Yeah. Like, he didn't... They're like, oh, Eli Roth fucking strikes again. He does like, that with tons of like, movies. No, like, yeah, like, fuck you. He didn't. He, yeah. he, like, he did not... He didn't make this movie. Like, right. like stop giving credit. Like, Quentin Tarantino's had that a bunch of times. Or yeah, like, totally. Like, people, like, uh, talk about the movie Demons, like, it's Dario Argento's movie. Like, he that he just, like, produced it. Right. Like, it's like a Mario Bava-directed film. Yeah. And I, I don't like that, because it, it takes away from, like, the director doing something. Like, it, it adds more, uh, it's good for marketing, but as far as, like, uh, right. credit where credit's due, it's shit. Mm-hmm. Like, Guillermo del Toro presents, what's that movie where all the little goblins take your teeth? Um, I don't know. Oh, Hellboy? No, no he directed that. <laughs> well, there's the Tooth Fairy. <laughs> nah, that's what I was thinking. No, no there's one, um, it's a, a bunch of little tiny, uh, like, tar black goblins. Oh, and they come and, uh, they want your teeth. Huh. And I think they turn, like, uh, Jessica Biel into, into a goblin or something. I don't oh, know. Cool. The movie is garbage. Sounds good. Yeah. Don't hmm. watch it. That just got really video. loud. What's that? This just got loud. A fan. Oh, I guess it did. Yeah, well, uh, I'm going to turn this fan off. Not that I need it anyways. Yeah. Um, but, um, but, so, Clown. Um, have you heard about everything going on with these clowns? I have, so I was thinking that maybe we should do a podcast on it because it's so uh, pertinent to the times. Maybe yeah. do uh, Killer Clowns Matter Space slash yeah. Clown. I love Killer, Killer Clowns Matter Space. I've never seen it. It's unrealistic, but it's yeah. good. <laughs> yeah, very unrealistic. Yeah, it would you know? never happen. You don't think it could happen? Because it's kind of happening right now. Yeah, it's actually it is realistic because people are ha- are dressing up as clowns mm-hmm. and just wandering around, and someone just got shot in the head. Really? Yeah. So that's what all the have you seen? There, I've seen all these like gun memes. Yeah, because people are protecting themselves from all these people who think it's cool to dress up as clowns and wander around at night to creep people out. Right. Which I think is great, that's but fine. like you have to know you're gonna get shot. Yeah. The people hate clowns, dude. But now it's giving all these, you know, pro-gun people excuses to make more gun memes. That's true. 
They don't know what they're doing. I'm, I fucking hate guns. I bet these clowns are pretty progressive people. The only you know thing worse I mean? than gun memes are relationship memes. Ugh. God. Gun memes me in general. Make me sick. Well, Harambe memes are good. It's wrong for Harambe. Maybe we'll do a Harambe episode. We'll do uh, Congo and... Um, Ooh. Um, uh, Mighty about... Joe Young. Oh, shit. <laughs> Mighty Joe Young. <laughs> Man, remember when Mighty Joe Young came out and, like, my... I went to go see it for a friend's birthday party. And we were like, why are we seeing Mighty Joe Young? This movie's fucking stupid. And like, dude, it's King Kong's son. And we were like, oh, cool. <laughs> I don't think I was is ever really the plot of the movie. I don't think so at all. I don't <laughs> think that's ever. He's just a regular gorilla. I'm pretty he's sure. just a big gorilla, right? He's yeah. Just, yeah, just slightly bigger. He's but, not like King Kong. He's just like no. He's just like a big gorilla. Yeah, like yeah. like a Jaws size like shark. Yeah. So we can do Congo, Mighty Joe Young, um, King Kong. What other good gorilla movies are there? Um, Skull, of, Skull Island is coming out, which looks cool. Born to Be Wild. Born to Be Wild. I never saw. Uh, this kid, I think Ryder Strong, rides around the gorilla he saved from a zoo. Okay, that's good. Um, um, oh, Dun- Dun- Duncan checks in. Yeah, yeah, Dunstan. Dunstan, right? Dunstan checks in. That's a good one. MVP one, MVP two. Yeah. Um, um, Lost Strong movies in the ape horror genre. Is there one yeah. where? Is there, no, never mind. That's just the other MVP. The one um, who plays hockey when he skateboards. There should be a live action Donkey Kong movie. That would be pretty sick. Yeah. I think it'd be cool. Who would play Donkey Kong? Jack Black. Really? Yeah. I was going to go more of like Javier Bardem. Ooh. It's <laughs> a way better idea. <laughs> and then who would play Diddy Kong? Um, Elijah Wood. I was going to say Shia LaBeouf. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Elijah Wood. No, that's way... Elijah... Yeah, damn. You totally just... Well, I, was I it... can cast this whole fucking movie, dude. Who was um? Is who was in Jumanji as the little monkey boy? Let's get him back in the mix. Oh, man. Yeah, he wasn't actually... We're, we're going to have... Um, Donald Pleasance as Cranky Kong. He's dead. Is he? Donald Pleasance dead, yeah. Malcolm McDowell as Cranky Kong. <laughs> <laughs> Classic substitute. And what about Funky Kong? Funky Kong is going to be Matthew McConaughey. Oh, yeah. A Dixie Kong? Dixie Kong will be Mia Kunis. Ooh, yeah. I was thinking maybe Jennifer Lawrence, but I don't like Jennifer Lawrence. Yeah. So we can do... Or, or you know what? She needs to be blonde. Um. What's... Why I can't I think of her name? The girl from Hard Candy and Juno. Oh, uh, Ellen Page. Ellen Page. Yeah, she could be Dixie Kong. Yeah. So, what other Kongs are there? Oh, yeah. oh there's the baby in Donkey Kong Country Three. There's a little fat baby. Maybe baby that Kong can... be Jack Black. That'll be yeah, that'll be Jack Black. Yeah, we'll let him do that. So I think we've cast this whole movie. So cool. if you guys want to come at us, if you want to throw us some money, uh, Nintendo, also yeah. Legendary Pictures. Uh, legendary pictures rare and rareware rareware <laughs> yeah coming together we'll write this shit we'll all of the, yeah, these companies yeah <laughs> yeah we're just totally a company that is real now still yeah. those are my favorite games ever the Donkey Kong Country games hell yeah DK Donkey Kong yeah DK Donkey Kong is here yeah that's a sick rap song yeah oh yeah he's got his rap his boombox and shit yeah man so I think we could make that for uh for cool, like a cool hip, like a, but like dark and gritty. Yeah. Dark, gritty Donkey Kong reboot. Ooh. Yeah, Javier Bardem is just this like looming, yeah. he's like over this fucking... Where are my bananas? I told you I want these fucking bananas. <laughs> I've searched far and wide. It's just a regular banana. <laughs> Which it is. <laughs> Call it. Yeah. Yeah. 
Fantastic. Cool. So, um, time we're going to talk about Don't Breathe. Yeah. And maybe Evil Dead. Some Fede Alvarez. Yeah. We are. Um, before we get into it, one last thing. Uh, what are you going to be for Halloween? Well, um, so my band is playing this event called um, uh, Disc Jam Horror Camp. Um, it's really cool, actually. We did it last year, too. It's literally just at this old camp that's not being used in Central Mass, and he rents out this whole camp, so all the cabins. It's like if you buy a ticket, you get a bunk in a cabin. So oh, there's yeah. music in like a warehouse, and then there's all these cabins. So it's super Friday 13th and creepy. So I really like it. Um, so we were thinking either option A is zombie Nirvana, um, okay. where we all dress like we're a trio. So, so we you can do like, a cover set as is tradition. Well, no, or, we would do just gonna uh, cover. We'll do costume. some stuff. Well, yeah, the cover costume. Group costume. Group costume. Okay. Um, but you know, we'll do some Nirvana songs, but with maybe more of like kind of sludge death metal kind of vibe to it. Okay. So that's one. If so, I just ruined it because I was going to be surprised. Um, but the other idea we had, which I thought was cool, is just we, the three of us go as too soon, which would be our guitarist would go as Prince. He's got a little bit darker um, skin. I would go as David Bowie. And then our drummer, Rory, would be Harambe. Nice. <laughs> and so, you know, no, it's like mildly offensive, but... I can go as Twin Towers. Well, that's not too soon. These I'll, are all people I'll, that died. I'll, this I'll year. intro you as the Twin Towers. Okay. <clears throat> you don't think it's too soon? You think it's okay to yeah. make Twin Tower jokes? Oh, they're yeah. Family Guy did it. It's fine. I think that's I think that's a little bit over the line. <laughs> yeah, maybe. That's fine. Well, I'm gonna be the Penguin. Thanks for asking. Are you gonna be the Penguin? Yeah, I think I'm gonna be the Penguin. Well, I was gonna do it last year. And I started and then I didn't do it. Which is so. like which Penguin? Burgess Meredith. Oh, uh, no, although I love Burgess Meredith, I'm more of a Danny DeVito body type. Yeah, cool. Yeah. Oswald Cobblepot. Yeah, and I, I already started writing, like, jokes. I'm going to do, like... Nice. Like a set as the Penguin. Oh, that's awesome. Are you going to wear that fucked up little, like, beige bodysuit he wears? I'm not going to do, like, the pajamas. No. <laughs> gross pajamas. Those are so disgusting. Horrible. Like, like I want to dress as Penguin, but still be, like, someone could potentially want to sleep with a Penguin. You know okay, I mean? yeah. Like, yeah, I'm so I gross. Like I got my long coat. I'm gonna have some fur. Okay. I'm gonna cut. I'm gonna sew some gloves together. Oh, yeah, that's a great idea. And have a big top hat. Yeah, um, that's a great idea. Yeah, what was the first joke that I wrote for the penguin? Yeah. Um, I'm gonna kill your kids with penguin bombs. <laughs> yeah, it's, that'd it's be a good like, one. It's basically like that. It's, it's like a, I can write some for you. Oh, I hope you all are ready to laugh because I'm <laughs> an emu upstairs. With thousands of pounds of E4 or C4 attached to it. So let's hope I don't bomb. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. Something like that. Great penguin. Pretty good. Yeah. Hey, um. Never move my parents. (laughs) You got it down. If if we go to a Halloween party together, you could be penguin. I would love to go as Christopher Walken's, um. Max Shrek. Max Shrek. Named after the actor who played Nosferatu. Oh, I didn't know that. Mm -hmm. My son Chip, it's my whole <laughs> empire. Yeah, dedicated Chip. <laughs> Chip. Chip's such a piece of shit. Did we talk it's about that? One? Chip, I don't think so. Chip, no. <laughs> Chip, he doesn't have what it takes. Chip, weak son, I, all this will be yours, Chip. Chip's in one scene in all of Batman Returns. Like Max Shrek's whole mission in his life is like his power, his empire is going to. Chip, and he's in one scene. He's like, hey, Dad, it's me, Chip. He's yeah. like, Chip, hello. Come, come over here. Just sit down. Let's sit. Right over there, Chip. <laughs> yeah, I'd be Max Shrek. 
What if I threw Michelle Pfeiffer out of a window? <laughs> Perhaps my son Chip. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh no, Chip. <laughs> Just the weakest uh, name. He's just, he's just a spineless man who you know. Like, he's not spineless. even in the he's movie. Like a yeah. He's just like a like Tim Burton like wrote him in as like keep it all the chip. Yeah, and then just he's not mentioned the rest of the movie. You never see him again. That's a fucking weird movie. Bad. I movie love returns. that movie. I do too. It's great. I think it's my favorite, even above the Christopher Nolan ones. Really? I was like, I don't know. He knew how to build. It's so just like. I don't know. It is so... It's so dark. Dark dark cartoon (laughs) Batman. Yeah. Like, that's... That's the thing for superhero movies that I miss and that I want is, like... What I'm so sick of is they just want to make everything, like, realistic and, like, palatable. Yeah. You know? Right. Like, you know they... You you know it's not possible, but like you want to be like like me like maybe like maybe this could happen. You know what I mean? Like they're trying to make it as reasonable as they possibly can. And like I don't like put like put Wolverine in fucking yellow spandex and have him just fucking rip robot heads off. Like like just fucking go for it, dude. Just fucking go for it. And that's all I want. Like I I don't want you to like present it to me like I have to buy this. Like, just dive into that fucking world. Right, that's, that's why what they, they do. They do cartoonish shit, and that's what I want. Yeah, totally. That's the, like, one of the many faults with the new DC Universe movies. Like, they root it in this realism that just doesn't work. Whereas, like, The Dark Knight is my, totally my ultimate Batman movie. Dark Knight is fucking I awesome. fucking love that movie. But they actually pull that off. Like, it is good. You know, it's like the whole point is like, yes, Batman is like a ridiculous concept, but out of that ridiculousness spawns, you know, his counterpart, the Joker. Hell yeah. Like, I thought that, you, I could buy, I bought into that world, you know, and, but I, the way that Batman be Superman and Batman, he's like, oh, I've been doing this a long time. It's not easy being Batman. It's like, <laughs> all right. Brooding Affleck. Not, it's not easy, so he says. What, your, your mom's name is Martha? Oh, are you kidding me? I mean, this beer. <laughs> A whole spear. About to kill you. I didn't know your mom's name was Martha just like mine, bro. <laughs> Should fight someone else. Ugh, that movie sucks so bad. Yeah, what a piece of shit. I don't know. I'm so, like, pretty much over it. Like, I like the uh, the, the Marvel um, shows on Netflix. They've been doing great. Yeah. Love them. I haven't watched the Luke Cage yet. Luke Cage's sick. It's like, yeah. it, it's, it, a lot of it is like a super, like, like black exploitation exploitation film hmm. like influence like some yeah. like the shit he says and like especially like the opening like music and like the style of it which is super cool mm-hmm. um like sweet christmas like, <laughs> <laughs> like yeah. fucking yeah okay. it's like like channeling like fred williamson like yeah. it's super awesome um i'll have to watch that i, I want it's, to it's pretty cool i didn't watch jessica jones either was that good jessica jones is my favorite yeah i cool. liked it better than daredevil okay. and uh luke cage okay cool um, yeah i heard it was really good Big fan. Yeah. Big fan. But, uh... Yeah, you want to get into it? You yeah, get into the grub? Let's get into this. Alright. Um... Don't breathe. Don't so breathe. don't breathe for until this song is over. Never peeping the card, 
Synopsis on IMDb reads, Hoping to walk away with a massive fortune, a trio of thieves break into the house of a blind man who isn't as helpless as he seems. Um, it, shar- it, it stars my dude, Stephen Lang. Stephen Lang, fuck yeah, dude. The blind man. Um, Jane Levy, Dylan Minette, and... Uh, Eugene Levy? Eugene Levy wasn't in this. It's not Eugene Levy. Jane Levy. Oh, Jane Levy. Um, Eugene Levy would have been a fantastic addition <laughs> if he just as the blind man. man. He's like, oh, oh god, oh, I shouldn't have walked in here. Are you robbing me? Just basically playing Philbert from like Rockless Modern Life. <laughs> oh boy. Are you? Oh, what is that? Are you? Oh, did I accidentally shoot you? I'm sorry. Oh boy. Are you robbing my safe or having sex with my pie? <laughs> That's yeah. He's a good. Oh my god! It'd be, they would turn into like such an anti-Semitic movie. <laughs> oh, you got my money out of the safe. I was like, this guy's blind. He's got money. You know, we know he does. It's a blind Jewish guy. <laughs> Gonna be made. Or just like he's, he's Eugene Levy. He's, he's got like, money. He's blind. Hello? <laughs> Is anyone out there? If you like, uh, like Tucker and Dale versus Evil, have you ever watched that? I haven't seen it. So that movie is basically where like they're just good guys, but like teens just keep like dying around them accidentally uh. and are <laughs> acting like they're killing them. Yeah. <laughs> so they're just like afraid of them. The oh, whole that movie is amazing. Oh, that's you funny. Watch that yeah, I, I didn't know that was like the synopsis. Oh, yeah, yeah. They, they, yeah so they're just good. like really nice redneck guys, but like they're just these teens are just. Ki- Committing suicide almost around them in these horrifying ways because they think that they're killers. Wow! Like it's amazing. Cool. Tucker and Dale versus Evil. Yeah, yeah. That's on um, streamable, maybe Netflix or HBO. I want to say. I think it, it might be on Netflix. Still. Yeah. That's where I watched originally. Yeah, I think it is still on there. That's great. But don't breathe. Yeah, don't okay. breathe. Okay. So don't. Hey, everyone. Um, okay, and it's uh, it's directed by uh, Fide Alvarez. Oh yeah. So so uh, Gene Levy. I'm assuming, that's is a Miles Teller in this too. Miles Teller's not, no, that's Dylan Minnette. Dylan Minnette, he looks he like Miles looks Teller. Like him, yeah. Really? I thought it was Miles Teller the whole time. It totally, it looks Holy like shit. him. Holy shit. Dylan okay. Minnette is from, like, he was in Goosebumps. Really? He was, like, the kid in, like, the movie oh, with Jack okay. Black. The new show. No, the Masterpiece movie. Okay. Um, yeah. Also, about Goosebumps, minor, to, to get off track right out of the gate. Yeah. Um, before not we talked about Goosebumps for last time, how, like, that thing I thought about, Werewolf mm. Fever Swamp. Right. I was I wasn't totally wrong. Like there's another Goosebumps book called uh, Welcome to Camp Nightmare, right. where there is a giant wolf monster that's actually a robot that's actually a test to test these kids who are aliens. The kids are aliens. Kids are aliens. That's like the twist at the end of the book. Yeah, and they're like, "You guys passed the test. Now we're going to Earth." Oh, huh. It's crazy. And then what are they gonna do in Earth? I don't know. These guys aren't scared of wolf robots. They've got what it takes. To go yeah. to Earth. Yeah, go to Earth and, like, I don't know, kill humans. Or act like humans. I don't know. So we, talk, we talked briefly about doing maybe an episode on Goosebumps. That would be sick. I, I think, think we great. should. I'm so, I would be so down to, like, go and get, go to a scholastic book fair and pick up a couple of copies. Oh, also, still getting off track right out of the gate, but I still want to say there's also this uh, game that just came out um, on, uh, it was Kickstarter and it just finally got a release it's called Slash Cards. So it's a uh, a horror trivia game. Oh, cool! It's like basically Trailer Pursuit, all hardcore horror shit. Huh. So I'm gonna buy it 
and I want to do an episode of just like us and maybe one other person playing it. Maybe Ken Reed back to come play. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, slash that'd cards be with us. I think he'd be the perfect person. Oh yeah, <laughs> to play with, with like uh, maybe him and uh, Sam first, the guy who we're gonna get to do our, our next episode. Cool. Come play. I think that'd be a lot of fun. That's great. Yeah, let's do that. Uh, really? Slash cards. Slash cards. And it's like a internet game. No, no, no. You, it's like an actual card game. Like you buy on Amazon, oh. you get like a, a package, and it's like. Oh, cool. Cards. I'm totally done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We'll play it sometime. Let's do it. That'll be a good episode. Oh, cool. And uh, and, and also, so okay, so don't breathe. So, uh, mm. not Mel's Teller. Uh, uh, Dylan Minette. Dylan Minette. I don't know what the fuck else he's in. Cool. And, uh, and Jane Levy is the, <coughs> the gal the... from Evil Dead. Oh, right, yeah. Okay. The, yes. The she, other... She's the lead, yeah. Which is what Fede Alvarez, that was his uh, right. debut, his feature yes. debut. Yes. Was directing the remake Evil Dead, which I liked very much. Yeah, we had talked about it. So I watched it when it not when it was in theaters, right when it was available, and um, I would I would rewatch it. You know, I'd revisit it. I wasn't really into it. I don't really. I remember not liking it that much. I, I'm a Evil the Evil Dead and Evil Dead Two. I hold very high esteem. Okay. Those are two very movies that are close to me. So I th- I just you know I didn't I wasn't a fan of the new tone he was going for. It was a little. Too graphic and but without much substance to it, I guess. But like I said, I you know I would totally revisit. It's not something I felt too strongly with one way or the other. I was just like, eh, that's a lot of blood. I did, I hated how they built it up. I hated the tagline, um, the scariest movie you'll ever experience. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That is so fucking stupid. <laughs> and everyone was saying that, and all these <coughs> like, this is the scariest one. It's just like okay. Here's a video of people barfing into bags. Yeah. At the did they did they do that show? Oh, probably. That's a do for everything. Ah, uh, so terrible. But you like that movie? I do because I do like the Evil Dead movies, and um, uh, I'm more connected to Army of Darkness because that's what I saw first when oh, I was okay, young. Yeah. Um, but I when you do a remake, I feel the best thing to do is do your own thing instead of sitting there winking totally at the crowd. I agree. Yeah. What's something like in the new? We talk about uh. New South Park, uh, probably off off mic, but like uh, mm. like that member barriers thing. Yeah, I feel like that's what they're trying to go talk about. Yeah, is like people's uh, like uh, preying on people's nostalgia. Yeah, you know I mean, like when you remake Jurassic Park and Ghostbusters and all these things, mm-hmm. and it's like, oh, here's that. Remember from the old movie? Remember, remember yeah. all this shit? Yeah. And I feel like they did. Remember Chewbacca? Yeah. They, oh, remember remember Reagan? <laughs> Remember no ice? Yeah, like pre- preying on nostalgia. I think is just like it's an ex- excuse for like scenes or actual development or anything yeah. like that. That happens a lot. Yeah, in I a think lot of remakes, and I thought totally. they did their own thing. Like there's tiny little things where like you know like you're coming up the floorboards and stuff like that, but there's there's not much like some like looking at the camera kind of like fan service. Totally. Little jokes that only people that watch the original would get. Yeah. If I can touch on that I really like quick that. too. Cause... It's serious, not yeah. funny. Right, like, it was Because like, the other Evil Deads are like mixed totally yeah. like with humor a lot. Like I think just real quick, just what you were talking about, all the reboots and everything, I, with South Park, yeah, I, I totally like preying on people's nostalgia and just how tired Hollywood is and how many yeah. just recycled ideas and you can tell like the Matt and Trey from South Park they like take that shit personally like I remember even Hell when, yeah. even when the um 
the original Star Wars trilogy was re-released in theaters with like the more special effects. South Park had some whole episode about that when, or it was like some commercial or something and they were like, we always meant for there to be Imperial Walkers in the background of the first episode. <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. they were making fun of that then. They had that whole episode about keeping Indiana Jones protected from Spielberg and stuff. That's one of my favorite episodes. That's an amazing episode. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but so Trey and Matt, like, I mean, they're, you know, they're huge movie fans, obviously. But like, I think they definitely take offense to that it's, yeah it's, i do too they're, they're I, making I fun of hollywood do. is my favorite parts of the show always and that's <laughs> all i remember jeff goldblum oh i remember jeff goldblum he's fantastic <laughs> and just turn her around and be like oh remember when marriage was between a man and a woman yeah remember reagan yeah, yeah. And i'm like wait what <laughs> you're like yeah. wait why is this happening the hell's in these yeah. memories <laughs> yeah oh, it's so excited to see where that season we're on as this podcast is being recorded we're up to episode three. Episode four airs tomorrow. Oh, fuck yeah. So yeah, we'll see what happens there. I really hope that they do a Halloween episode this season. Because they're no now they're doing South Park seasons just once a year as opposed to one, tw- twice, once in the yeah. fall, once in the spring. They're also doing a continuing plot line. Right, the story arcs. They started to keep doing right. it. I love that. I, it's great. It's worked really well. But I really hope that they do a Halloween episode. I think the Halloween episodes are the best in South Park. They've done some really good ones. Spooky Fish. I watched that the other night with some friends. Um, Corn's Groovy Pirate Ghost Mystery. Corn's Groovy Pirate Ghost Mystery is amazing. It's an incredible episode. <laughs> the zombie one, the Worcestershire sauce. Anyway, well, we won't. We've gotten plenty sidetracked from yeah. the, the beginning of our feature review. But um, yeah, South Park. Please do a Halloween episode this year, so, so don't we can talk about it. Don't breathe. Where'd you okay, see don't I breathe? won't. Oh, oh, the movie. <laughs> yeah, um, I saw Don't Breathe in theaters um, about two weeks ago or so, like that, and not right after. It's it's been out now for we were saying what like a month, maybe like mm-hmm. four weeks. So after the hype had died down a little, I just hadn't had a chance to go to the movies. But went saw the movie theater. Um, saw it with my girlfriend. She was like literally at one point almost broke my wrist. Like just kind of you know like my arm was on. You know I gave her some emotional support. <laughs> um, and yeah, like she it was like she was so tense the entire fucking time. Like I was laughing at how fucking tense she was the movie was tense as fuck it's it's incredible my, my like like my hands were like awful covering my mouth for like most of the movie yeah <laughs> like I, I felt like a like a scared little girl like i it was it was great like so like a, a, it wasn't completely scary but it was yeah just it just never let up yeah totally the, the, the suspense not never did once no not once which a lot of people do because it's like it's a good thing Sometimes, yeah, you let your guard down, yeah. so, like, you, so you can pop, you know, right. jump scare right. or, like, or anything, like, yeah. and pop out, but they just kept it, he fucking kept it 100, dude. Like, yeah, it like was, the, the, the pacing time. was great. The whole time. Yeah. That's I, absolutely yeah. amazing. As soon as they got into the into the house. I thought the beginning <clears> was maybe a little bit slow. Yeah. You know, I didn't need so much backstory for the characters. I, I get it. The characters want a way out. Oh, oh, these kids want money. Oh, I can sympathize. It's like, well, okay, you know, I... Yeah, I, also, I get they live in Detroit, and they, but it, I, I, I get it. I, I sympathized with the characters. I didn't need the mom making blowjob jokes at her daughter in the trailer. I, I didn't need all that eight-mile shit. I mean, <laughs> the trailer trash, you know? Yeah. yeah. Also, it's going to, of course, like, per always, it's going to be tons of spoilers. So if you haven't seen Don't Breathe, yeah. uh, please go see it. Uh, it's in theaters right now. Yes, we would both recommend it, I think. Yes, like, please, please go see it. Don't... Uh, yeah, it, it really, if you haven't seen it, don't listen to this. Just go watch it. Please do. Don't We say that. You know, tons of our listeners that haven't seen his movies just listen anyway. I, I know. Well, they like, like you. Well, you really should. They, they like really you. Should. hearing you. I know. So Just me, though. Yeah. that's. Why don't they like me? Anyway. You're problematic. True. 
Um, but so yeah, so basically they they're all uh, thieves. Right. Uh, fake Miles Teller. His dad owns uh, a company that has like. It's a, not Miles Teller. Yeah. It, <laughs> Dylan yeah, Manette. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. we can just refer to him as He's Miles, Miles Teller. Teller. We're okay. gonna call him Miles all right, Teller. Fine. I'm not gonna. Who the fuck is that? You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm down with hey, that. Hey, you know what I saw? Whiplash, all right? Right. And Fantastic Four, you heard of it? Oh, man, beautiful. Cinema. You know cinema? Um, that, yeah, absolutely. Okay. Well, that's the new the Fantastic Four living. was, whew, masterpiece. Yeah. I'm gonna, gonna, you know, watch that sometime. Yeah, you should check it out. But, uh, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so they're, they're, uh, they're thieves. They... His dad owns a security company that take the keys. Right. They break in a house. So that's what in he's good Detroit. at. Right. He he and it's the three of them. The, the Alex, the character played by Miles Teller, aka okay, Dylan Minnette. He's kind of like you know the soft baby face. And oh, should we really, every time? Oh, should we really do this? Okay, I'll get my dad's keys. You know the um, the chick um, Rocky is her name, I guess. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Forgot that. Um, Jane Levy, who's she was good in it. I like her in it. Um, her, her name is Raquel. Really? Which I assume. Oh, okay. Because I know I know some girl I know multiple girls whose names Raquel and they call are called Rocky. Say goodnight, Raquel. That's pulp fiction. Um so um her whole thing is that she's her little sister lives in like a trailer park with her mom. She wants to move to like California or some shit. Mm. She wants to get out of there. But manifest then, so, Destiny. Right, Manifest Destiny. Um yeah, fucking go west, my son. <laughs> and then um the character Money, uh played by uh Really? Dan I thought Elizabeth. it was cash in my brain. Really? No. It's money? Yeah. Straight up money. Maybe. His name's money. That's that's what's listed in the nah, build sucks. cast. Yeah. Um, cash maybe maybe cash better. for sure. Yeah, it would have been or crash. Um, but he's the wild card, right? So um, so money's the one who's kind of like in the first scene where they rob a house. Like they're all kind of you know the, the Rocky and Alex are trying to get the the money or get whatever they're after. And it's like name take anything, just smashing stuff. Yeah, he's just smashing. Shit. He's like peeing on the floor. Yeah, yeah. Like fuck this house. Your DNA's in that shit, right? Is your yeah, DNA in piss? I'm sure. Probs, dude. Yeah. Don't on the CSI. Don't the first thing they look for is like semen on yeah. things. So it's like, why He's would you just pee all on everywhere? Dude. Yeah. Well, I don't know if he was coming. Probably was though. You could might assume be, that. Might be a deleted scene. Yeah. Not, but there's enough of, the, of that in this. Yeah. So yeah. So that. So yeah. He's the wild card. So um, they they find this um this situation with this guy who li- this guy basically he reads in a newspaper right that there's an old war veteran and he's got like a, he's sitting on a bunch of cash and he finds out that. He's, that he, he's got all this cash, and he, he thinks he's staying, keeping it in his house. Because his daughter was killed. Because his daughter was killed in a, in a car, car accident. accident. And they, it was, the family was rich, and they settled right, with right. him for a bunch of money. So he's a blind vet. Blind got vet. Got a bunch of money. Blind vet's played by Stephen Lang, yeah. who's great. Uh, he great. Was in, well, although, all I know him from is Avatar. Me but, too. But tons of people were shouting for him to play uh, Cable. The X Men uh, hero Cable. Oh, the white haired guy. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I have an action figure cool. of him that yeah, looks fuck just yeah. fucking like him. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, me too, dude. And like, yeah. which would be a good, like a good play. Yeah, well, I think I w- yeah, I would definitely. Good casting. Like, yeah. Um, he's great in Avatar. <laughs> he's like yeah. so over the top. Yeah. Is he listed in Scars anything else? On his face? A- Avatar and Don't Breathe are what he's listed in, and uh, that's it. Conan the Barbarian, the one from 2011, uh, oh, the Men Who Stare at Goats. Beyond Valkyrie. Oh, so he just plays army people. <laughs> yeah, but like, dude, this, this, like, this, this is terrible. There's like nothing well known here. This looks, he's great. Yeah, especially in this. He's fucking perfectly cast as. Oh, he's a voice actor in the Nut Job. So you might know him from that. Didn't realize that was an animated film. Well, that's about squirrels. Uh, <laughs> we can assume so. <laughs> so it's like the Ocean's Eleven of like rodents. 
Yeah, I think so. It's based on true events. Yeah, <laughs> yeah they're going to break into it. It's kind of similar in Don't Breathe. Yeah. <laughs> they rob a blind squirrel. Yeah, this is a remake of the, of the Nut Job. Right. Live action remake of the Nut Job. Right, and the Nut Job features Stephen Lang robbing another blind squirrel, so they kind of flip the tables. Oh, wow. Yeah, there's a lot more to the Nut Job in Don't Breathe. So this is a dark, think. gritty Nut, nut Job remake. Exactly. Yep. Fede. Well done, Fede. Well, touche, Fede. Touche, Fede. Uh, <laughs> but so yeah it's great I love the first time so when the, when the guy Money's like telling him telling him about this job he's got all his cash and they go to like kind of check out the house it's in this really run down shitty part of Detroit and they see like there's a big dog a big uh, Rottweiler comes barking up on the um, jumps on the car where the three of them are kind of like scoping the scene and then they see the guy walk past and he's just and when they see that he's blind I mean it's like obviously if you know what the movie's about you see the chill you know the guy's blind yeah. but it was still kind of cool you know I mean, he's like oh what the fuck this guy's blind yeah, like, like you oh, didn't even tell us cake. that yeah right. easy he's like just because he's blind don't mean that he's a saint bro <laughs> so that's, that's uh, true that's in the trailer yeah. oh, and, but real quick though too I do want to touch on because I actually, I don't know if I saw the trailer. I just knew that line was in the trailer. Because people have, I've heard that um, the trailer really ruins a lot of the good scares in this movie. Um, so if you oh, haven't really? seen the movie, don't watch the trailer. Like, I don't remember because I, <clears throat> I know because I know I saw the trailer when I watched The Shallows. I saw the trailer for this movie. I'm like that uh, movie looks like I don't know. Like I didn't like give a shit. Mm. You know what I mean? Like it looks like interesting, but it didn't really give a shit. Yeah. And then I found it was Fede Alvarez. I'm like, oh. I'll check it out, yeah. and I did. I'm glad I did because I did like it. Um, <clears throat> but well, when I did see that dog, uh, I was like, "Please don't make that dog die." Yeah. Like I mean, it's horrifying dog. Like it's cool sometimes. Like dog death is something for films that really like fucks me up. Yeah. Like well, like it really fucks me up. Like it, it, sometimes I guess yeah. if they're like really bad dogs, like in in like a uh, green room. Well, I was just gonna, so. Have you seen Green Room now? I loved it. Nice, amazing. I figured absolutely you would. Amazing, great. I actually, talk about it sometime. I, I thought it was fucking absolutely great. fantastic. Yeah, it's great. Punk as fuck movie. Dude. Fucking goddamn. That is about oh. the most punk movie I've ever seen in my life. That that's really mm. weird because yeah, those dogs are vicious and horrifying, but you still get no satisfaction. You never get any satisfaction out of a dog dying in a movie. No. Teens getting slaughtered. Sure, that's funny. Babies, you know, kids. Funny. But the last time I really, really cried in a movie was probably like. I am legend when the oh, dog yeah. dies. I'm like, that movie sucks. It does. The movie fucking sucks. And yeah. made me cry? Fuck you. Wow. You know? That's pretty rare yeah. that you see a movie you hate and you cry. Ugh, goddamn dog death. I can't handle it. Last time I cried was Pay It Forward. Oh, wow, that's a while ago. <laughs> Damn. I don't think that's, <laughs> I don't think that's true. <laughs> it's a heart-wrenching film. It really is. Again, Probably. Stab, stab Haley Joel. That and Seven Pounds. Seven Pounds, two Will Smith movies made me cry. Wow. Seven Pounds made me cry, too. Maybe after it. Wild Wild West made me cry. But yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that Will Smith brings out of you. He really does. You know, my favorite part about Seven Pounds is that it's just the opposite of Jeepers Creepers. I haven't seen it. You never saw Seven Pounds? I, what's that, what is a movie that's the opposite of Jeepers Creepers? He gives all his organs away. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Let's do an episode on Jeepers Creepers yeah, he and vets, Seven Pounds. He vets people. I don't want anything to do with Jeepers Creepers. That director is in jail for openly fucking kids. Are you serious? Well, not openly. Obviously, he's trying to hide it, but he was fucking tons of kids. The director of that movie? Yeah, totally. He's not in jail either, because I think he's making them all in like Europe where you can just like get away with that shit, but he's definitely... Did he make Jeepers Creepers 2? Je- Jeepers Creepers 1, Jeepers Creepers 2. That sucks. I really and like those movies. He is absolutely a kid fucker, and I think... 
I, I uh, you know, part of me wants Salva? Him, Yeah, part of me wants him to make Jeepers Creepers three. Jesus, uh, just to see, you know. Oh, he looks like a real creep. Evolution of the Demon, but he is 100% a hardcore uh, kid-fucking pedophile. He's a real piece of shit. Jesus. In 1995, the boy he molested, then in his 20s, publicly boycotted the film Powder to bring attention to Salva's <laughs> sexual misdeeds, which contributed to the film's less-than-stellar box office. <laughs> he directed Powder? Yeah. <laughs> Is a convicted child molester. Oh my god! In 1988, yeah, no shit. 1988, <laughs> he, he could what? He confessed to five felony counts of sexual relations with a 12 year old boy who and he videotaped. In 1998, in, no, not he videotaped. 1988, 88 with yeah. videotape, and then they let him make Jeepers Creepers and all that shit. A year in prison for the a year. Holy shit! What the fuck? So they let, they're just like, oh yeah, you want to make powder? <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> And then oh Jeepers Creepers. They just let them keep going, huh? Wow. Holy shit. That's fucked. That is disturbing. God. Convicted, served time with video evidence, and you are still... You still get to... Check out this other movie he directed in 1989, Clown House. Um, that doesn't look sketchy at all. It's just a clown creeping through a doorway. Oh, his autobiography? Just before... Just before Halloween, this is Clown House from 1989 synopsis. Just before Halloween, three young brothers alone in a big house are menaced by three escaped mental patients who have murdered some traveling circus clowns and taken their identities. That looks horrifying. Isn't that the plot of 31? I haven't seen it. Yeah, pretty much. Okay. Well, I mean, not really, but like... Sam Rockwell is in it. Damn, dude. Dude. That's dark shit. That's dark. Hollywood's fucked up, man. I, they let him make movies and shit. That's crazy. Oh, that guy dude, from he, Ferris It was Bueller, the kid from this movie that he molested. Oh, so it, it was discovered that director Victor Salva had been molesting the film's 12-year-old star, Nathan Forrest Winters, during production. Holy fuck. I want to see that performance. Whoa. I need to watch the movie just to, like... That's fucked. Jesus Christ, dude. That's, that's like, dark in a whole other level. Sam Rockwell's film baby. Well, <laughs> well, I'm spooked out now. Jesus Christ. Goddamn. We're getting a little too deep down the rabbit hole here. Yeah, damn, Fuck, how dude. Did we, how did we even get on this? I don't know, because we're talking about dogs making me cry. <laughs> okay, right. You know what else makes you cry? <laughs> Kids getting molested yes. by the director of Powder. <laughs> <laughs> what about... Do, he directed Powder. That's but, so like, this is a, this is direct, he directed Christ. a horror movie yeah. about clowns terrorizing kids, of which, one, he is molesting... In Enjoy. real life. So, like, okay. is this, like... Okay, so here's the honest conversation How have. meta is so that? So here's the honest conversation we need to have right now. As people who appreciate cinema and art, yeah. do you think he's not a pedophile? He's just like, I need to make you afraid. I need to put you into this headspace. Some serious method actor. As a character, yeah. And it's like, so I would like... say that I don't think he's quite on Jared Leto's level <laughs> of method acting. Jesus. <laughs> I'm sorry I said that. <laughs> yeah, that would be my comment. I'm, I'm gonna edit this out. No. <laughs> this I'm is gonna, gonna edit, edit this all out. This is gonna get us some controversy hits. Okay, yeah. That's, what, that's what's boost us into the stratosphere. This is getting us more This is gonna get us out of the bunker yeah, and back into the studio. Yeah, we're gonna fucking rock it up with fucking Nambla jetpacks. Yeah. That's what's happening. Jesus. Jesus Christ, dude. Anyways, that's fucked up and that's very disturbing. Uh, fuck you, that guy. Hope... Yeah. I hope I hope they let him make Jeepers Creepers 3 then put him in jail. Alright? How about that? Oh my god. 
He could make it in jail. That could be the Jeepers Creepers 3 could happen in a prison. Maybe. Yeah, yeah. Let's just stop talking about this guy. Stop. Let's move Victor on. Victor Salva. Yeah, Victor Salva. Not worth any more time. I'm not even like, comfortable talking about this. Um, don't okay, Breathe is a film that we talked about by Fede Alvarez. That's right. fantastic. Yeah, right. Okay. Okay, so we were just talking about, yeah, I mean, um, they, 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 they find out he's blind. I really like that part. Yeah, yeah. They find out he's blind. He's got, like, he, and he's, like, uh, dare, he's not Daredevil, so he's got, like, of course, no, he's, like, he's not. He's like, That's what so I like. He's, like, the military. It. So he's, yeah. of course, like a military guy. Yeah. So he's like very sensible as far as like like people and like movement. You kind of like feel like he moves militaristically. Mm. Obviously, he's had a bunch of roles like playing a military guy. Yeah, he's jacked. I mean, he's got to be in like his seventies, I would say, late sixties. Yeah. And and you notice too when he moves, he's like hitting a lot of stuff. Especially there's a huge basement scene where yeah. he's chasing after them, and you see him like spinning fans, like hitting right. pieces of wood, so we can tell exactly what they, it kind of. Frames, yeah, that was uh, cool. like the realism of like uh, it helps you buy into like, hey, how is he doing this? How is he getting around so well? And like he, he just he's lived in this house for so long, like he hits stuff and just knows exactly like what is happening. He knows where he's put everything. He's like an OCD military dude. You can imagine that, you know, like right. fold the suits, clean the boots. All, but he all wasn't that kind too. He, like I like that's a good point. Like he he wasn't like Daredevil. I loved yeah. that because I thought like I, I was like okay now th- so he's gonna be like these kids when th- when they get in the house like they're gonna be fucked. This guy's gonna have traps, but it's not like this guy is just like a, a blind military guy grieving his daughter, kind of fumbling around his house. Yes. He's, just, he's just like a psycho predator, but you're in his territory. He's got home field advantage. Yeah, he's got home field. Yeah, and that's what like what it's really all about. Yeah, you know. Because uh, they get inside, and, you know, uh, Cash Money uh, gets killed. Because, you know, they break open the door, like, in his basement. Mm-hmm. And, like, uh, yeah, he obviously just takes a gun from him because he's not going to shoot a blind guy. Yeah. Takes him, fucking kills him. Right. Uh, then they get his money, and then then shit really goes. Well, so what's Damn. good is uh, what I liked about the... F- I-, I love the way this movie was filmed. I love um, when they first get in the house, the way the camera... You know, like in horror movies, the camera angle is kind of works as your guide. It, the camera angle isn't. It, this wasn't a first person perspective. The camera no. is third person. It's 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 an om, omnipotent perspective, omniscient perspective, where you it shows the audience what they need to see. You know what I mean? Um, so I loved that. Like, the, so in horror movies, you know, like it, it'll show you if if it goes to like a candle or something and it lingers on that shot or it's in the background you know that that the camera showed you that for a reason that candle is going to come into play later they're going to stab the killer with the candle some shit like that you understand yeah yeah nothing is wasted nothing's wasted nothing's wasted but, it, and, but it's so very context well crews, context clues in uh, terms of the show I would not be surprised I'm going to assume it's either like him or the same cinematographer from Evil Dead mm. but like uh, from the last Evil Dead to this you can definitely feel a flavor yeah. And a style and an idea. Yeah. And like an identity as a director, which is what I really appreciated yeah. about this, especially like from watching Evil Dead and watching this, I'm like, what? Like, he's got a thing. Right. You know, he's well, definitely kind of the part of Evil Dead, too. The Evil Dead, you know? I actually watched some of the original the other night. It was just on TV and I threw it on. And, you know, that's like one of the best parts about the Evil Dead, that POV shot of like the unseen force just kind of barreling through the woods or the house, you know? 
So that's like a bit, yeah, you can tell. Maybe that's what drew him to do the remake a little bit. But it, the first time they get in the house, it's literally, it's like, you know, when you start a video game, you're a video game guy, Metal mm-hmm. Gear Solid, you know, yeah, something like yeah. that. Of course. You'd, you'd walk in and um, the can- and, and you're shown all the parts of the level that you need to go to. Like, you'll see a door and then it'll go to like a key, then it'll go to a box. Yeah, yeah. And you're kind of, it, like, it maps it out for you. So I love that it did that right away in in the house. It maps it out. It goes all around and like shows you everything. And so it's funny. As soon as it went to the basement, it shows this big lock on the basement door or on some door. And then it keeps going. And I was like, I just remember thinking to myself, I was like, that's I was like, that's not where the money is. He that's locked for some other fucking reason. <laughs> definitely, I definitely felt the same thing. <laughs> yeah, definitely felt the same thing. Yeah, um, Cause, yeah, because like that's. That's be too on the. Notes. A little too obvious, exactly. It's not like yeah, in the video game where it's like here's where you have to go. It's like here's a locked door. Like what's behind that? But I was so curious because <laughs> like because even in the trailers, like I have no idea, like what be down there. Like, it's not a monster movie. There's no, no. monster down there. Like, I was what, but what, like what is, I kept guessing like, throughout happened? the movie. I was like, what's gonna be in that basement? Yeah, and it sure was surprising. It was man. Hey, we're gonna talk about it right now. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Let's just get into. It. I mean, I guess the um. Yeah, no, no, no. That's yeah, that's the main thing I kind of wanted to talk about. I loved how the camera sets it up. Um, yeah, so they get so they get down to the basement. Um, do you want to? Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. So he kills uh, cash money, just money. Yeah, and then they're they're just scrambling because he locks everything. Right, and, and then, then he he locks. All, yeah, exactly. So then it becomes kind of reversed. Yeah, they're trapped. Now they're trapped. We're trapped in there with him. And the he doesn't becomes, necessarily know... The movie know, becomes like a siege narrative. He doesn't necessarily know they're there and figures that they're there. And they get in the basement and there's this girl uh, just tied up. Well, more like and suspended. This, no, yeah, she's not... She's not... Well, she's a little bit. She's got like... But she she's tied up. She's in... But... She's got like bungee cords yeah. strapped to a body harness. It's like in like uh, The Girl with Dragon Tattoo. I remember we saw that movie. Yeah, but I did. Like, yeah. like in his basement. Right. It's like that kind of. Yeah. Yeah, cushions and like. Cushions and a fluorescent light. And she's there light. and you figure out that it's the girl who killed his daughter with the car. Right. He's keeping her hostage down there, but he's not just doing that. Yeah, he's not just doing that. <laughs> but but it, yeah. the way it, it's great, it's a great scare too because um, the, when they get down to the basement and then they like go over and. You look, it's just one, you see this fluorescent light and there's this woman that's, she comes lunging out with like a bungee cord trapped to her and like a muzzle on her mouth just totally and it just unexpected. cuts to it and you're just like, okay, like, and then it goes back up, upstairs and you're just like, and it doesn't get back to that part of the story for another like five, ten minutes. Yeah, because it's, just, it's, it's like him, about that. yeah, because it's them, they're wandering the basement, which is like this weird labyrinth. Yeah. Almost like it, it's a weird maze yeah. of like junk and shit. Which is also, which is like where you first see, like I was saying before, like where he hits stuff. Like when he's navigating the basement, yeah. like he hit, he's like hitting fans and like tapping, right. like pieces of wood, so he knows where he is at all times. And like, uh, but he goes upstairs and he finds a pair of shoes and figures out that they're down there. Right. And like, and then he goes after them and they're down there with the girl and they free her. And then they start, uh, like fucking with the basement door. What, what, what I figured out though is how he knew. So like, he knows they're down there, but he is assuming that they're definitely going to figure out how to get out because he's just like waiting. Because he went around the basement door. He went around the basement yeah. door. Yeah. And he was just waiting for them with a gun. And they right. they get out and he just fucking, they open the door and immediately he's there yeah. like some fucking benevolent force. Yeah. And he shoots. And he shoots and kills the girl that they were keeping. Yeah. And then lights out. 
Yeah. Then he tur- kills the power, which is one of the, the coolest well, fucking well, scenes, well, too. But, that is. But before that, I mean, he... The whole mystery is, like, why he's grieving so much. When he shoots... When he finds out that he shot his prisoner, the woman that he's been keeping on there, he starts, like, kind of crying and, like, holding her. And also, one of the coolest things about this movie is his voice. Voice yeah, was... Still like a Batman gravel voice. But it was... Yeah, but the way that he, that he does it, too, like... It was, yeah, like he so, smokes like too many cigars. Right. Like, or just like somebody who doesn't talk, like who lives on his own and is blind and he's a dog and that's the only thing he talks to. You know, he's just like, oh, why did you do this? You know? He's yeah, like, he, talks like, <laughs> he, he talks like Bane after like eight cigars. How many of there are you? <laughs> yeah. 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 He puts on this weird aff- uh, afflection. How many of them are you? <laughs> Yeah, like, he's so thirsty. Yeah. For cum. But... Yeah. I, <laughs> but, so, I like that scene a lot, like, where it was lights yeah, out. Yeah, turns the lights out. Because, yeah. like, like, most of this movie is really about... Is based on them being on his terms. Yeah. You know what I mean? They're in his house. He knows that they're there. And, like... But he isn't, that's his advantage, is just being in this house. Like, lights are off, it's complete pitch black in this basement. Yeah. They're wandering around this labyrinth of shelves and shit like that. And, like, and he is hunting them. Yeah, because it's like the whole movie, there's advantages and disadvantages. He's got home court advantage, but the other guy, the thieves have the advantage of sight. Yeah. So, but when he turns off that light and he hits the breaker in the basement, they're in his world. Mm-hmm. He's yeah, now, yeah. you know, the playing field. Yeah, the ball's in his court. How much? How basketball can we get about this? <laughs> he's Tracy McGrady in the mid nineties. Nah, he's Tracy, Shaq. You lost me on Tracy McGrady. He's Shaq. Cool. Anyway, Spud Webb. Um, yeah. So uh, that's only, those are the only two basketball players. Right? But um, yeah. So that that is like that's the most genuinely terrifying, you know, like part of the movie because that's like the monster is like now. The monster. They're in the monster's turf, you know? And so, they, they the way they shoot it, it's like in that kind of night vision, he has that night vision look to it, you know? Um, which I thought was super effective and super cool. Like, oh, yeah. their pupils yeah. are all... You can tell they filmed it, obviously, in the dark, because they're yeah, all, yeah. everyone's pupils are super dilated. Um, the part when they're kind of walking... Yeah, it was just crazy for those actors, too. Yeah. Like, what kind of direction are you getting right there? Like, that's fucking insane. Yeah, totally. <laughs> you can, it's clearly they're in the pitch black, so you get that kind of... I bet this director was, like, fucking with them a, a little bit, you know? You, you kind of have to... If you're going to put your actors in pitch black, you're going to, you know, you got to kind of put them in this dark, creepy place. See, you probably, know? That probably definitely helps. You're getting into a space where, like, you have no idea what the fuck's happening or It's scary. Right, yeah, it, exactly. In pitch black yeah. shit, dude, you have no idea what's going on. And when he, like, just puts his hand through the shelf and grabs the guy at one point, like... There's some really effective jump scares in this movie. Like, really well set up, really like, whoa! But also, I wouldn't even call them jump scares. It was like, remember that video we watched about, like, the idea of, like, jump scares and stuff like that, but, like, what it means? Yeah. Like, where they're paid, because jump scares are usually, like, uh, you know, nothing's happening and a cat jumps out. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, but instead, there's no context or setup. Yeah. Instead, it's just like, yeah, someone, like, grabs you. But also, like, it's still, jump scares happen in a lull. You know what I mean? And right. there's no lull. It's just no. tense shit. Mm, and, that's and, a good point. And, like, scares happening, but I wouldn't call them jump scares, because it's still, like, you were, we're all yeah. high. We're all we're all up there. Right, the tension's you know I mean? established. Yeah. Well, see, I, I, that's a great point. I totally agree with that. 
then that makes me feel differently because the one I had kind of thought, and it didn't really bother me, but I felt like there were a lot of scares in this movie that was just loud noise and the blind guy's there, you know, earlier in the movie. Yeah, yeah. Like the first time he like shows up in the kitchen, they're all kind of like standing around and then it's like, a... what, what the fuck are people doing upstairs? Like, like, like you ever see that, that, uh, that video about the neighbors who live upstairs and yeah. they just do random shit and scroll bowling balls yeah, around and shit like so that? Funny. That's so funny. you feel about my neighbors? It's like, you're, it's, Let's see. It's ten forty seven, and you're just you're just banging. Yeah. You're well, that's what we get for like, recording this like, episode like you're in a putting, bunker. Like you're installing a railroad into yeah. your apartment. Yeah. I don't have to be blind to know that this is like I didn't want to kill them. You know. <laughs> what the, what could you possibly be doing right now? You put on posters. You know. You're making an IKEA desk. What are you doing? Maybe they're um, trying to figure out if any teens are trying to rob him of their <laughs> yeah, daughter fortune. Yeah, location. Exactly. Jesus. Anyways, they heard us. Good. Sorry. Where were we? Um, we're talking about that. Oh, the jump scares. Yes. Um, there are a couple parts where it's kind of loud. And it's kind of like, boom. And then like the... Uh, the guy's there. You yeah, know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. But uh, it, it's true. It's not, it's not, it doesn't feel cheap. It's yeah. kind of like, okay, if I, if there was just a blind guy that just showed up in a living room, I would be like, what? Yeah, this, Whoa. Is, this is just happening. It's not a false yeah. scare. It's not a false sense of, yeah. like, safety and then a fucking cat yeah. happens. Although, I mean, a dog does happen sometimes, but that's still actual danger. <laughs> yeah, like, that's actual danger, yeah. You know, especially, like, so they, when they, when they get up and, like, they're, they're eventually, they get to a room <laughs> and, uh, the the one of the main problems I have with that whole scene is like they're trying to get out so they get out of the basement they're up inside that room right inside of like a, not the bedroom but a different room yeah and um and, and so there's a vent open vent like they can't get out all the windows are locked yeah right, right the windows she are goes in the vent yeah and and then she goes in the vent and then he just like does he does he get thrown through the window yeah, he well, yeah. I think he, he throws him or he pushes him or whatever. But the shirt's broken the window. You know what I mean? Because like for the whole yeah. for the whole time they're like, oh, there's bars on all these windows, and they get into this room and it's like, oh, we're pinned. He's coming for us. Yeah. And like there's no bars on the window. Oh, just break the window or just open the window. Yeah. Like you could have just gone, gone out there instead of going to the thing. I, I don't. I hate putting pushing, like putting holes in logic. But when you work so hard to establish the logic. Of the idea that there are bars on all these windows, and then you don't put bars on that window, yeah, and it acts like it's not there. That was frustrating to me. Why were there bars on the like windows that. to begin with? Because it's Detroit. Oh, okay. And they like, because that's what I like too, because like, so they're in Detroit, and they're on a street where it's all abandoned houses because it's fucking Detroit. Like, so he's like the only one living, so there's no one around. Yeah. You know? So no one is there to help or be curious, which I thought was a great way yeah, that's to, cool to establish, you know, like, like that world, you know, yeah. like the cell, oh, the no cell phone service. Right, there's gunshots I mean, going off it, but nobody's coming. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it's that thing. I mean, I, I don't think there was any, like, there's no cell phone service here, but I'm saying, like, that's, like, what that, like, serves. You know, that, that purpose. Well, what was... You know what I mean? The, like, we're in the middle of nowhere. Doesn't like, he no do something with us. the phones? What, what, why don't they... Because, well, they can't call the cops because... They broke in. They broke in. No, but remember at the one point he even says, the, uh, Alex, he goes... Um, he's like, this is the kidnapping and like, you know, like rape. Like we can like, 
we're not gonna, the cops aren't gonna care about us breaking into this guy's place. Like, let's call the cops. I don't know. I think they lose them. I forget. Well, because you know, I, I, I like the I like the whole thing. There's the security, um, the alarm that's on. What's up? So it was loud on here. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, no, it just hurts me. Um, makes make my ears bleed. Okay, my ears are bleeding. Do you have any napkins? Uh, no. Okay, that's ask fine. the the galore of the podcast. Yeah, it should be fine. Um, it's collecting in my headphones. Um, but. Cell phones. Yeah, oh, the security system that's in there. Cell- so, you know how, like, he, he turns the security system off, and he has to, like, run and and disarm it really quickly. Mm-hmm. And then later in the movie, it's switched, where it's, like, he's trying to, like, arm the security thing so that it'll go off. I thought that was a very clever switch of c- scenarios there. Hell yeah. If you've ever, like, been somewhere where, a secure, where like, an alarm is going off or it's almost going to go off, it's a terrifying feeling. Yeah, like, if you don't, if you... If you fuck up, the cops are going to come. Yeah. Well, they talk to police who are probably going to kill you. It happened to me a week ago. We were down in Baltimore, and we had a night off before a festival. And we, and we were going to rehearse in this Baltimore rehearsal studio that a friend of ours had. Um, and so they were like, he was like, yeah, you know, this is the, this is the room. You just go in. Um, here's the key, you know. He's like, just the one thing is make sure that you, you know, um, you enter like, you know, you turn the switch to off so the alarm doesn't go off. And I was like, okay, oh yeah, it seems fine. Opened the key, got into the main facility, went, got into the room, opened it, everything was fine. I was like, oh shit, right, that uh, that alarm thing. And I was like, yeah, well, nothing went off, I'm in here, should be fine. Like, walked outside, th- the most piercing, horrible alarm started. And it was just like, <laughs> dude, I mean, in this, like, big, open Baltimore warehouse, and it's just echoing, like, bouncing off the walls. I almost just wanted to crawl in a ball and just wait for the cops to come and, like, kill me or something. <laughs> I, I, I was, like, texting him. I'm like, what do I do? The, the alarm's on. And he's like, I don't know. I never set it off before. <laughs> so I was like, fuck. You should turn um, the switch, dude. Well, yeah. Then I, I had, But it's like I went to the main thing, the main security alarm outside, like, the, the big door out front, and I, like, typed in this number and hit, like, disarm, and it... It was fine, and then it came back on again. I like, really? had, yeah, it was, and like the red, the next like three hours, I was just waiting for it to go off again. Just tense. Yeah, it was. Uh, yeah, so they, this movie <laughs> really uh, tapped into that. Oh, this it. well, I this was after I saw the movie, so maybe that was just kind of really the whole alarm yeah, scene. Yeah, at least really, no blind guys are to come kill you. Well, I don't you know, know, what know what that. I mean, I don't know like what that alarm. Dick, I don't know what's on the other side of that alarm. It could be Rottweilers. It could be fucking Stephen Lang. <laughs> Coming to Turkey Base Me. Also, still even that whole idea of like, uh, you know, trying to figure out, trying to put a horror movie on a platform that's acceptable. If you're talking about with like DC, like like uh, superhero movies, yeah. This is almost more. This is the thing where it's important because it's. Or to make you afraid, you have to believe like what's happened. Yeah. You know, so like like when cell phones came out, that was the bane. Of horror movies, yeah, like that was the main up, yeah. of horror movie existence. Every single movie has to figure out a way to make cell phones just non-viable, whether they're right. destroyed. I got no signal. Or, ah! yeah, or there's no signal, or just something. There has to be a reason. Hey, do you have a signal? Like, no. How about yeah, you? Just like, no, what? unfortunately not for this movie. <laughs> yeah, it just sucks. Like, what a chore. Yeah, it, it's just an o- it's just an obstacle the screenwriter has to yeah, do every time. Yeah, you have to get around that every time. It's yeah. just one thing you a hurdle you have to jump every single time, which yeah. is just strange. Which is why if I ever did a movie, I would just write it in the fucking eighties, dude. Just like, yeah, yeah. Just fucking just don't even. Yeah, because I don't know what an annoying thing. 
But um, yeah, that's why I can't even remember how they got around the phones on this. <laughs> because <laughs> uh, so so they're up in the bedroom. She goes she goes into the uh, the vent, and he gets thrown out of a window onto like a sky window. Yeah, Miles Teller does. <laughs> yeah, it's and, much uh, like that scene in Whiplash. Yeah, or probably Fantastic Four. <laughs> Who fucking knows? I don't know. Did you see it? I don't I, think I, anyone did. I did see it. You did see it? You're I, a piece of shit, dude. Why I, did you see that movie? I was like... It was what the like, fuck's your problem? Like, late night, just threw it on. It was, like, oh, on dude. HBO. Oh, with the new one or the old one? I'm talking about the new one with Miles Teller. The brand Teller. new one, dude? Yeah. Dude. Stunning. You, you're fucking shit, It's dude. a fantastic film. Yeah, is it? <laughs> Do you like it? Some good extra sound effects, too. Silent Hill. That's yeah. when... That's our tea kettle. Really? Yeah, yeah, it sounds like Silent Hill whenever it uh, it happens. Oh right, yeah, yeah it's great. Uh, but yeah, so she's in for the fourth time. She's in the vent, and then it's cool. She's going along. Best thing that could happen <laughs> is just the Rottweiler just gets in the fucking vent. I thought it was yeah. so fucking sick. <laughs> yeah, that was good. That was so fucking sick. Yeah. I would never have thought of that. Yeah, that's true. That's a good like, way. Oh, she's in the vent. Oh yeah, throw just put the Rottweiler inside the vent. Yeah. Just like have her fall down. The vent thing like is kind of a tired trope for me, but that was great. Hell yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it is. What a huge sort of giant flashy Rawweiler event. No she... vent scene will ever be as good as Gremlins. There are some good movies. Where Gizmo dresses up like Rocky. Well, how about Die Hard? I mean, um, I mean Rainbow. Die um, Hard. The original Die Hard? Yeah, he's in there with lighter, bare feet. I haven't seen it in a long time. California. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah Die Hard, the, the band. Bruce, Bruce Willis, sure, yeah. Yeah. He's, um, bald. he's bald right during that part. Fuck are they doing upstairs? Yeah, the... the We're in a bunker. <laughs> definitely not in my room. <laughs> and just things are happening. There are a lot of people. There's a huge anthrax scare, so everyone from the giant studio that we record at is here. We thought that in order to, like, film a good, record a good podcast about people trapped in a house, yeah, we should trap ourselves at, like, a very 10, ten Cloverfield Lane kind of yeah. vibe. Yeah, and it's a dark house. And, um, and, and yeah, so just keep going. <laughs> it's so sidetracked. Uh, I like it, though. I'm fine with it. I made my peace with it, dude. Yeah. Good. Uh, Ghostbusters is cool, right? Uh, Ghostbusters? The new <laughs> I'm just kidding. Just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding, dude. Uh, so she like falls down she gets chased down by a fucking rock waterfalls down and he's on the skylight which I thought was a great scene too so he's on like it's like the classic uh, Jurassic Park 2 scene where they're at the bottom of the bus and the the glass is cracking and they're about to fall to their deaths except he's about to fall into like a blind guy and he's probably gonna choke him out or do Mm -hmm. like some cool like army moves or shoot him or something like that yeah and then he does, and then yeah. they do. Also, I love the scene. So he's like beating the, the fuck out of him right. in, his, in his little fucking uh, his little shed room. Yeah, his little tool, his little uh, workshop. Yeah. And then you think he dies, but he was hiding behind the dead body. Right. Yeah. Ca- cash money. Yeah, that was tight. That was fucking sick. Classic dead body move. Because you don't know it. Because the best scene in the whole movie is happening. Come scene. Yeah, let's get to that. This is the highlight. This is the big howdy do. This most horrifying, like scene in the whole fucking. This revolutionized the turkey baster. This Martha Stewart doesn't have shit on what they did with this turkey baster. It's a cornucopia of horror. Martha Stewart was watching this movie and it was like, oh, dope. (laughs) This is what I should have been doing the whole time. This is what I need to do with the turkey baster. 
She's gonna. Did, she she went to jail, right? Yeah. She's. Yeah. This is what she went to jail for. Yeah, I think this is based on Martha. This is kind of Martha Stewart meets the nut job. Meets the nut job. A lot of it is this as is, a narrative. This scene is a shot for shot from the movie The Nut Job. Yeah, but it's shot inspired shot right by Martha Stewart. Yeah, got her in prison. Yeah. So like, uh, so he catches. Uh, he beats the fuck on Miles Teller. We think he's dead. He gets the girl, drags her down to the basement. Yeah. Cranks her up on the old howdy do. You know, he cranks her. The old rig. Raises her on, yeah, on the rig. Yeah, the old rig. The old rig. Spread-legged. Oh, yeah. And then he reveals to her, he's like, hey, you know, you made me kill that girl that killed my daughter. She was pregnant with my baby. Yeah. I need a new offspring, and you're going to give it to me. Yeah. So we're like, oh, fuck. Yeah. This dude is going to rape this girl right now. This is fucked. Yeah. And then somehow, like... Well, I'll say it first, but, like, so he, like, he takes scissors and he cuts open just the vagina part of her fucking pants. Yeah. He goes over, lets a hot plate, goes over the fridge, he's about to make some fucking beans before, like, a rape session or something. Is that what girls call call that part of the pants? The vagina part? Yeah. (laughs) These pants are good, but the vagina part's a little... (laughs) Doesn't fit well. The, the crotch fit? I don't know. Like, what? What what, what do you call the ball part of your pants? Crotch? Um, Just crotch. Nut seam. The nut seam? Yeah, doesn't everyone call it that? The... Uh, you ever been I to... I don't know. What you ever been to JCPenney's? <laughs> yeah, yeah, the nut seam? Yeah. Yeah, the... The uh, vagina part. Okay, the dangler tights. Sorry, I'll stop you. Continue. Okay. So, yeah, it's, uh, but he starts cooking up his own semen that he's putting the thing. He's like, I'm not a rapist. Right. I'm just gonna give you my babies. Yeah, he, 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 he's so calculated. Right. Everything he says, he's like, <clears throat> I'm not going to have sex without rapist. consent. Yeah, I'm not. Just nine rapist. months. Nine months is all I yeah, need. I you need me back to I, you. Yeah, then you're free to go. It's almost kind of a his voice is like a raspier, uh, uh, pet cemetery guy. Yeah. About that. About to put some semen inside you. <laughs> I've been talking about right here. Uh, he's but he, he's blind and he knows exactly where he's kept his semen yeah. and his hot plate and his baster. And he's got so he cuts with the semen. And the most hor- horrifying thing about it is like when he pluck. So he sucks up the cum into the turkey baster, and they do a close up of the cum getting sucked up, and you notice that there's a hair in it. Ew. No, I didn't notice that. You didn't notice that? No. That's the most horrifying thing. Like, what an attention to detail Fede Alvarez has to just add. Like, it, this is already a horrible thing. Jesus. And he sucks at the cum, and there's a hair in it. What's disturbing? And, like, that that's everyone... You noticed dude, while that happened. Dude, when, I, when that happened in the theater, everyone was, like, screaming. Oh, you think because of the hair? Yeah, because oh, of the hair, Oh, maybe it's dude. because he's sucking well, up he semen into a turkey semen. baster. Into a turkey baster. Ew, is that a hair? Dude, oh, what on the cum turkey baster? Yeah, 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 I know, I know. But it still adds, it adds so much like fucked up shit to it. Like, it's so horrifying. And he has this turkey baster full of cum, and you there's this scene where she's like close up on it, and you see like yeah. dripping, and like the whole scene yeah. is I, so fucking horrifying. It's still like that. Just the it's visual so is in horrifying. my head, so clear. Oh my god, dude! Like, like it was almost. I don't know if it's worse because like rape scenes are like, have been just been like done, 
over and over again, like horror movies and like fucked up stuff like that. But like, it it seemed just somehow like worse to me. Just helpless. Yeah, it was horrible. Waiting for this like fucking this just like she's suspended in a a fucking harness. Oh my god! Yeah, just like waiting for him, this guy to put his old fucking commoner, and and then Miles Teller comes and bashes him with her hammer. And then jams the baster full of cum in his mouth and pulls. And she does that. Or she does it. Yeah. She does it. She puts it and squeezes a nice hot load. Yeah, in his mouth. A nice Bunsen burner load into his mouth. Yeah. It was probably all and, warm. Ugh, man. You think it still had that hair in it? Definitely had the hair in it. He felt it, too. He's like, oh, what? what is it? like, wow. Oh, hair. <laughs> oh, gross. My hair. I thought I smelled that. <laughs> I thought this... Didn't have hair. Yeah, no. So what it is? It's um, it's Forrest Gump mixed with the guy from Pet Cemetery <laughs> after eighteen cigarettes. <laughs> <laughs> That's Stephen Lang's accent. Dude, his voice is awesome, and it? it's so cool. It's fucked. And then they um, don't have anything. They get out. Like he sets off the alarm. Miles Teller they sets were, the alarm. Were, right. Yeah. They're about to get out. He gets fucking killed. And then she runs, and she's like, "Oh, you're helpless out here." And then she, he just immediately well, doesn't she the do, dog. <laughs> she, she does right. She does. Don't, don't they do something else to him to like injure him? Oh, they tap. They just they they hit him with a hammer, and they also uh, hook his arm up. Oh right, they the, like, uh, cuff him or whatever. Yeah, yeah, they cuff him <laughs> yeah. from where she was cuffed. Okay, and so then they book it. Well, he's dead. He dies. Miles Taylor dies. Or right before they get out. How does he die? I think it's choked death. Oh yeah, like in the struggle, they they, they he uh, they right. unlock the door and he immediately gets killed right there and she runs. Oh right, yeah. Oh oh oh, because they open the door. What happens? About to get out. But how does he die again? I can't remember. I think he gets stroked out to death. By him? Yeah, yeah. I think he does it with his hands. Okay. With the hammer or gun, I don't fucking know. Okay, and so Do she escapes, around. but she doesn't. Isn't he left for dead? No, he he just like releases the dog and she runs to the car. Mm-hmm. And the dog comes after her, and she's in the car. The dog gets in the car somehow, right. and then she goes up to the trunk. Right. And she's like, oh, fucking got, trap the dog. Thank God the dog the dog didn't die or have an episode. Yeah, it's true, it didn't. They just kind of leave it in the trunk, don't yeah, they? Yeah, it just stays in the, in the trunk, and then... Which he, is fine. That's what then, people do when they go into Walmart anyway. Yeah. Then he smashes her, and she uh, gets dragged back to the house. And I don't remember what she... She pushes him into the basement somehow. Yeah, I know. I she like hurts him because she like is under the impression that he's like mortally wounded when she leaves. Well, she's just like you're useless out here because it's outside. Oh it's right, not right, his right. House. Yeah. It's open. Yeah, it's open. There's no way yeah. for him to know well, where the, she is, which is why she said that. But then she he lets the dog go. Right. And then she's in the car, and then he follows the dog to the car. Right. Yeah. And then drags her back. And then I, yeah. I don't remember what happens. I think he, like, fucks her. She fucks him up. She thinks that maybe he's dead or something. She escapes. She escapes. That's the whole thing, right? Yeah. She escapes. And then, so the movie, like, fast forward to over much time. And she's in the airport with her little sister, right? Mm-hmm. They're going to get, they're going to make, go to West. They're going to make it out to California. And then she's, like, watching the news. Or this is not too much later. She's watching the news. Yeah, yeah. And it shows the guy. And he, he's, like, in critical condition on a stretcher. Like, and they're like, like this blind guy kills two guys trying to rob him. Right, like he's a hero and he's still alive. Nothing was lost, but she got the money. 
she did she like, did get the money yep she left with the money but he yeah and so he's still out there and then the movie ends she her and her sister walk in the airport and it just does that like ominous zoom out of them walking into a crowd of people in the airport yeah, and he got to eat his own calm yeah this is like a real win-win dude yeah yeah so cool. it's a happy ending happy ending is that what she happy ending is? She gets to go to California. He got to, like, you know. That's a Detroit happy ending. It's different from, like, a Japanese yeah, it's parlor. Different. It's more nuanced. It's like a turkey baster with some warmed up semen for the... Yeah, because you don't want to do it yourself, otherwise you're a pig, but someone gives it to you. Like, that's pretty cool. Yeah. You know what I mean? In an act of violence. Yeah. Yeah, so it's a happy ending, and um, I can't wait for Don't Breathe 2. Um, don't Breathe 2. Stop breathing. Don't Breathe 2 enough. Yeah. We told you not to. Don't breathe too. Just cut it out. Other kids are going to go and rob him again. They're like, let's go rob this blind guy. They're like, why? They're like, I heard he has an industrial turkey baster. In yeah, the yeah. Also, yeah, like he is, he's blind and has asthma. Yeah, let's rob <laughs> Don't breathe. <sighs> Don't breathe. Really, it's hard. Seriously, I'm having trouble breathing since the turkey baster. <laughs> yeah, he's got cum asthma. That's what he's got now. Cum-induced asthma. Have Don't you... breathe through cum asthma. Yeah. <laughs> have you, yeah, have you heard of that? It's just him, it's like, trying disease. to, like, get, come back from it. Yeah. Come, he's trying to come back. Trying he's got cum-induced asthma. It's a double enclenche. It could be great. As the French call it. Why don't we have, um, that horrible pedophile director direct that? So, oh. Uh, Powder Boy. Powder Boy. I still can't believe that guy directed Powder, dude. I can't believe any of that. That's so fucked up. I thought we were done with him. Because Powder is like a... That's a that's a all-star bad movie. It's an albino who has healing powers. Right. But he's also hairless. So maybe that's a weird thing for him. That could have been a... Uh, wow, actually, yeah. Oh, a giant <laughs> hairless man. <laughs> Powder's, no another. Powder's uh, gonna be another episode. Oh, fuck. <laughs> That's gonna be another one. But, um, okay, so don't breathe. Um, you got a rating? Yeah, I'll give it, uh, 8 out of 10. I feel pretty good about it. Um, it made me, it made me very tense all the time. Mm-hmm. Watching it in theaters, like, I, I definitely enjoyed it. I'll have to watch it again at, uh, like, pure quality. Yeah. See what I think about it. Yep. Yeah. You know, I'm very impulsive with my ratings. Mm-hmm. Well, Nothing matters, but, uh... Well, you think with your heart. I like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. I'm a heartman. Yeah. But Phil Hartman. Um, yeah, I, I think I'm also going to go 8 out of 10. Um, yeah, I thought it was great. Loved the tension in it. The, very well directed. Well you shot. Know, well shot. Really effectively tense. You know? I can't, like, and I love the premise. I, you know, I've said it before on the podcast, I like horror movies that have a simple, intriguing premise. Yeah. A premise where you can just tell somebody what it's about and be yeah. like, Hmm, I would go see that. Yeah, definitely not a deep movie. No, yeah, not, not too like, much to it, but it's well executed. Yeah, it doesn't like mean anything. Right. But it's like, uh, but it's like a good, like, uh, efficient. Yeah. Very horror good. Movie. Uh, very good. I would say yeah. very good. I'd say Stephen Lang, great quote unquote monster. Yeah. Um, so I would say eight right now, but maybe 8.5 upon revisiting. It really didn't go up. I usually go down my second time. It depends. You know, sometimes I watch a movie on the second time and I'm like, you know what? I'd watch it again. So if a movie can hold up in a more casual setting for me, then so that gives it more um, rewatchability for me. Oh, I'll yeah. give it a higher weight rating for that. I'm excited to watch it. Like I would, I want to watch it with like uh, with some people. 
Yeah. We're gonna pay attention to it. Yeah, you know what? I bet and they'll push and they get this movie out, even though it's done well in the, It's done pretty well. It's made it all its money back. It's got like eighty eight percent or high eighties Rotten Tomatoes. I think it's pro- they're gonna push to get this out before um, Halloween. Really? I would think so. I hope so. I think they try to do that with horror movies in general that come out in the summer, they even if it's late summer, early fall. That's the way to do it. Yeah. Make your money back. Capitalize on that. Nobody's gonna want to rent this on Thanksgiving break. Hey, honey, uh, is the turkey ready? Oh, because I have this great movie that we can watch. <laughs> hey, honey, you like turkey basters, right? Have, oh, you, you, have, you, have you seen the turkey Dobry? yet? Because I've got oh, a you've brand got to new idea, this. babe. I've got something for you. <laughs> Come into my basement. I wanted to show you this uh, raised harness. Do you have an extra hair lying around? Oh, you do? <laughs> great. I have one right Take here. Take over the kids. It's fine. Yeah, so I would recommend this as either a good movie to watch for Halloween or to watch with your family during Thanksgiving. Yeah, if you want to get wicked uncomfortable... Their family during a borderline uh, insemination rape scene. Yeah, if your family's into really bond, let's not over. If your family's into in in super into if family's into it, yeah. I know some families are into that shit. Yeah, if you're into it, um, if your family doesn't like that, yeah, maybe pick something else. Maybe just be like, hey, you know, Auntie Jane, what do you feel? You like you trying to do insemination stuff this Thanksgiving, this holiday? Yeah, like yeah. Well, Well, she says, yeah. If she says no, don't force it on her. Or do you like breathing? Right. Oh, you don't? Don't. Oh. Do you have asthma on yeah. Jane? Oh, you would love this movie, don't like this, yeah. Just don't. Yeah. So you're raspy uncle. Hey, my blind uncle has a really raspy voice. I you got to check out Don't Breathe. Yeah, like, oh, I know. I've been here. Uh, I'm not seen a, that. Done. Not a fan. And they've done that. <laughs> it's a the, oh, this old bag? <laughs> seen it. <laughs> Lived it. Yeah. Yeah, so anyways, uh, so less thoughts... Blind people suck. Uh, comes gross. And um, I am still pretty cool. <laughs> um, yeah, and let's just note that the thing that grossed the brand out of the most about this movie was a piece of hair. It was the hair. It was the cum, it was the cum hair. Yeah. Well, that's weird. Keep, leave, keep cum and hair separate. That's all I'm saying, dude. Yeah. That's fair. I can come in a hair, but like I don't want hair in my cum. You know what I mean? I hope my mom doesn't listen to this episode. I don't... Hey, she's definitely going to. Yeah, I think... Yeah, she probably will. Sorry, Miss Beeman. Apologize. She's or no should I say, Miss Weekend? <laughs> <laughs> In the comedy world, we call that a callback. Okay, cool. This is Luke Weekend signing off. <laughs> Abner Loveland, bitches. Yeah. All right, peace, y'all. Stay cool. spooky. Good night, everybody. Oh, actually, no. Stop. Okay. One second. Pause. What? Plugs. Mm-hmm. Plug yourself. Um, um, October. Uh, we got Drunken Doja Monkey and Friends. I'm gonna look at this calendar. On Tuesday, October 25th, with our friend Supercilious, who was on the last episode. Is that a callback? Yeah, no, yeah, that's okay. yeah, 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 it's a callback. So come, and uh, hopefully, Brandon will be co-hosting that with yeah, me. Yeah, we might even, uh, live Talk? How do you how do you put that word? We, yeah, commentary. We might, live yeah, commentary. we do live commentary on the movie Dead Live. Yeah, October twenty fifth. Yeah, we're gonna have a screening for yeah, our bar. Yeah, we're gonna do a screening of Dead Alive, Dinner in a Movie, and then Supercilious is gonna play, and um, hopefully Brandon will be there to uh, to commentate and do some co hosting with me. Fuck yeah. Yeah. Um. So I will be. Uh. What I want to plug is me the day after October twenty sixth. 
If you are in New York and you listen to this podcast, please come see me at Broadway Comedy Club. Nice. Broadway Comedy Club? Yeah, Broadway awesome. Comedy Club at 8 p.m. I'll be there with uh, some other uh, great Boston comedians. We are invading Broadway Comedy Club for that night. That's great. So if you're a New York listener, please come out and support. Yeah. And meet me, especially if I haven't met you and you listen to this, I would love to meet you and talk to you and kiss your gentle mouth and fill it with based gum. <laughs> yes. You know what I mean? Beautiful. Sorry, Miss Weekend. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I think that's about it, right? Great, yeah. All good. All right. Rate us on iTunes. Yes, rate us. Hi. Stay spooky. Good night, y'all. Bye bye. I can feel the magic floating in the air. Being with you gets me that way I watch the sunlight dance across your face And I've never been this swept away All my thoughts just seem to settle on the breeze When I'm lying wrapped up in your arms The whole world just fades away And the only thing I hear Is the beating of your heart I can feel you breathe It's washing over me I can feel you breathe